0: Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the VR Link. How are you all doing? Yeah, look in the top left. We've got a special guest this week. So, um, yeah, just to, if anyone's ever been here before, uh, this is the VR Link. This is our weekly Sunday VR chat show that gives you and us a chance to sit back and discuss discuss some of virtuality's uh, goings on uh, over the week in one almighty chunk, so you can spend the rest of your week just gaming and chilling out. So, allow me to introduce uh, Kaz from Kaz and Cherry. If you, are, if you haven't heard hey, of them, like, they are absolutely amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us, guys. Oh, thank you for being here. Absolute legends. Uh, some people asked where, why we was late. Basically, Skype was playing up. So um, we're going to try and look into a new way of doing this show uh, next week. Uh, next up, we have Nat from 7 Degrees of Gaming. Hi, guys. Like and we have Lincoln Clay from Lincoln Clay 670
1: the godfather of vr the ageless wonder the most exciting man to play pistol with
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so uh, yeah thank you all for being here thank you for hitting that uh, bell icon and being in here as quick as possible thank you to everyone in the chat um and also, for anyone on the move, uh, this is also available now in a audio format on Spotify and Anchor. Just want to give a shout-out to Salsa Ketchup. He's currently having an operation, uh, so he can't be with us this week. So, uh, big shout-out to him. Hope he's doing well. Hope he recovers quickly. And uh, where are we now? Yeah, so I would also like to thank the amazing patrons and channel members whose names are listed below. And if you look at ways to support this channel, please check out the links in the description. And while you're there, please check out the community Discord where we have lots of positive VR enthusiasts who join in various channels and various discussions on any headset, arrange meetups, and they can leave questions or conversation points that you want you want brought up in next week's show. So um, before I uh, ask it what everyone's been playing, let's have a quick look in the chat. We've got already, we've got, uh, we have Oculus Quest Fun. Oh. how you doing? G- DJ 1984, hello my friend. Robin Schuler. thank you for joining us, how you doing? Oh, we've got a donation of a $100. Oh. <laughs> thank you, hello. Robin. Wow. Cheers, thank you ever so much. Thank you. Oh man, God. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you, thank you very, very much. Um, yeah.
1: Hey Robin,
0: can I have a job? <laughs> hello Chris, <laughs> how you doing? Hello Anne, i um, a con artist. How you doing, guys? Sunny in VR. Nice to be here. Alex VR. Nice. I think I said hello to Scottish already. How you doing, guys? Yeah, you all good? Captain Chrissy. Void, Void Cat. How's it going, guys? Right, so let's go with our guest, Kaz. Uh, what have you been playing this week? Because you've been busy anyway. You've been at VR Days, haven't you? So tell us about your week.
2: Yes, yes. Uh, we went to VR Days um, two days ago, actually. Tried a bunch of interesting VR uh, things like more of VR hardware. Um, But what I've played, I've played, I think, like what most of you have played, Stormland. And I've played Doctor Who, just a little bit though, because uh, it was a bit scary. And I tried out Last Lamprinth for like a short period of time.
0: Yes, so, um, that was partially my fault. Uh,
2: (laughs) On your recommendation, yes.
0: It wasn't my recommendation that uh after yesterday i think it was playing the last labyrinth which we will talk about in a little while that she checked it out to talk about us on this show because it seems to be quite splitting people in the middle uh about this game and had a feeling about it oculus quest one thank you ever so much for the donation dude and uh, thanks very much hello ham you're all right cheers man thank you and uh welcome to being a mod on the channel as well uh you've been here for weeks and you've been helping out so uh, i really appreciate that man thank you very much uh yeah so you went to vr days uh and what else did you play sorry last labyrinth and
2: stormland and doctor who
0: oh excellent good 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 excellent superb what about you what have you been playing this week uh playing more pistol whip
3: uh sucking royally at it but really loving it Mm. uh it's such a fun game to play uh still my number one game uh for the year in vr um, so absolutely loving it. Uh, just recently played. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get this this wrong because I always do. Is it the curious tale
0: of stolen pets? Yeah, someone called it the swollen pets, but it's definitely the stolen pets.
3: Yeah, stolen pets. Uh, uh, that it's a bit. It's a little bit short. There's only five major puzzles. Uh, I completed four of them. Uh, I suck at puzzle games as well. Really, I shouldn't play games because I suck at most of them um so there's a little bit of effing and blinding and um a bit of self-depreciation uh, playing it but I, I really enjoyed it and it's also an absolutely beautiful game uh it really is it looks absolutely fabulous on the oculus quest i can't wait for uh playstation vr owners who it should have come out this week on playstation vr it's now coming out uh next week uh so i can't wait for the people that are interested in that game you you're, if you if you looked at it and you were interested in it I think, you know, it's 10.99 on Quest. It almost would be the same on PlayStation The I think that's a fair price uh, for what you get. Um, and uh, I don't think people would be disappointed uh, with that particular one. Um, I do have a copy of Doctor Who. I haven't had a chance to get to it. And obviously, I also got Gollum. Uh, and unfortunately, I've had a couple of major issues with Gollum. Um, so uh, I haven't really had a chance to... Really partake in uh, Golem for a lot. Uh, the first uh, I played it Wednesday night, uh, and it f- the game freaked out on me. Yeah, uh,
0: like you're not the right only one, dude. Just, my what? right
3: hand was just like this all the time. And Upload it, I refused just, like, to I review it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the second time, and this is the one that really got uh, was really weird to me. I don't know why it happened, mm. uh, but the, about the first time, I would say in a year and a half, possibly even two years, the game made me feel ill. Uh, yeah, that's
4: another
0: movement, thing. Yeah.
3: Uh, so I, uh, I took off the comfort settings I, I was oh, speaking no. to someone and uh, yeah. I was like I don't get it because I can play like No Man's Sky for like three hours three and a half hours straight and I don't get an issue with it and for some reason I I uh, I was I got to about the half hour mark and I noticed I was starting to get a little bit lightheaded and about two minutes later it was like oh yeah I'm definitely getting lightheaded and I just turned around to the chat I don't know how many I had in the chat I had a few I just turned around and I goes I've got to stop because I've, I've 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 kind of pushed through that before and got really ill. Yeah. And it's like, if I didn't stop there and then, uh, I would have been really ill that night. Uh, and it's like, no, I don't want to do that. So um, it's a bit of a shame. I will go back to it this week. Uh, although, obviously, uh, there's a, a very big title coming for Oculus Quest later this week that I
0: cannot wait to play. Nice, nice. So what about you, Lincoln? What have you been playing this week?
1: uh unfortunately i've worked a lot of hours this week uh, a lot of overtime which i don't mind it's extra money but uh the only thing i did play this week was pistol whipped in uh and beat Saber because i need to get my cardio in
0: yeah yeah i mean that's another thing i was talking to someone about virtuality and i think virtuality gamers are probably quite fit in general because a lot of our games are involved in physically moving uh and stuff so yeah you know what i mean so Definitely. I yes. forgot
2: to say, I was also playing Pistol Whip just for the workout. Oh, the yeah. workout. nice. I'm is still all, hurting a little bit. Has
0: anyone worked and out like the calories they're burning using that, like an Apple Watch or anything? I haven't personally done that.
1: I can't emphasize that enough with games like Pistol Whip, Beat Saber. Uh, any game that requires you to move around, I can't emphasize that enough that that is an excellent way to get your cardio in and have fun at the same time because, uh, you know, going to the gym, I do still go to the gym here and there, but not to get on the treadmills because they're boring. Yeah. And you'll be there all day. You know, you'll be on yeah. a treadmill two hours just to burn 19 calories. You can knock that out in <laughs> 45 minutes so it's playing Beat Saber. So or whip.
0: Mate, if it was 19 calories <laughs> <for> two hours. <laughs> uh, well, listen, the quick tip, right? If you were going to... Go do uphill walking at a brisk pace. It's lower impact on the knees. It's better for your lower back and you burn quite a bit of calories. And don't hold onto the machine as well because that's cheating. Actually, walk up. You feel your calves want to just jump out your skin. Uh, Pistol Whip's going
3: to be the death of me, but at least while I'm dying on the floor, I'll still be shooting.
0: I still, yeah, <laughs> man, that's it. I still think the thrill of the fight for me was like I was saturated. Like, honestly, I'm not, I, it was like I'd been in the shower and my shoulders, like all the games I've played, No game physically pushed me like thrill at the fight. I've done an hour and a half, and my caps, my shoulders hurt for like three or four days. And I train shoulders every week, so they're not like unknown to that sort of pain. And uh, dude, it was hard, hard graft. Have we got in the chat? Let's have a look. Uh, I think I've had some new people join. We've got Kaz from Kaz and Cherry VR. We've got celebrities in the chat. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Who
0: else we've nice. got? we got Robert Dodge. Ham, you've got Cold Jogger. What you guys been playing anyway? There were some things. I've seen uh, Robert Dodge that he's been playing Stormland, streamed to his quest with Virtual Desktop. He's just restarted after saving Nicks. Nice. Nice. Yeah, cool. If you could subscribe to uh, Kaz and Cherry, that would be great. And uh, Nat and uh, Lincoln, that would be awesome. Thank you, guys. Yeah
2: much
0: appreciated. That's it. Appreciate TG- it, thank you. TGK he's been playing Death Stranding. Oh man, do you know what? I'd love to actually have a go on that. I haven't had time, but people are recommending that and the new Star Wars game a lot, like saying they're really mm-hmm. good. Um he's been playing that Death Stranding Pistol Whip and Beat Saber. Nice. Excellent stuff. Who have I? Yeah, missed Death it? Stranding
3: is definitely a um it's a time sync game. Big time. Yeah. Like you'll start it, and suddenly you'll just be like, "Well, where the hell did the last three hours go?"
0: But is it like, is it um, that captivating sort of thing? Is it because some games I play, like Silent Hill Two, for example, is the one I remember where I done, I lost a whole weekend. Like, I only stopped to sleep, and then I, just... I.
3: I think I think it can be, but I also think it can be very divisive. I could I could quite possibly see um, someone just turning round and boiling the game down to its most basic component. And just, so sort I of say, it's a walking simulator, and I got bored of walking after half an hour. Yeah. So I can I can see that point of view as well. To me, because I want to explore the world, because I want to know more, because I find the world fascinating, that's what is sort of like the thing that keeps me going to the next thing. Now, don't get me wrong, I've rage quit on this game about half a dozen times um so there is a, a a sense of frustration that can creep into it as well yeah um but yeah you know it's it's, it's still a good game it's, it's nowhere near like top 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 tier I mean the the top game flat screen game for me this year is still the Outer Worlds by Country Mile um but I am enjoying um uh, Death Stranded but like I say whenever I start it uh, it's like, oh, I'll just jump in um, for half hour and then suddenly, yeah, it's like three hours are gone and it's like, oh, maybe I should get some sleep now or something. So
0: That's awesome. Hello, Blam Crotch. How's it going? Box VR. Yeah, that's another one. That's a really good title actually for uh, keeping fit. What are your top titles then to go for to keep fit, guys, in this?
2: Mm, right now for me, it's Whip. Definitely. Yep. I, I tried Box VR a long time, but uh, after like a year, I got a bit bored. Of
0: it a year, m- wow, that's yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I try, I try. <laughs> um, but yeah, pistol whip, I think, and beat saber.
0: Yeah, beat it, saber it. seems to be. Uh, I would go with um,
1: beat saber, pistol whip. Uh, knockout league actually monitors how many calories you burn.
4: Yes, yeah.
3: ah. at, the,
1: at the end oh. of each match, it shows you uh, how many calories you burn. So if you have, nice. if you got a target in mind, how many calories you want to burn, that is a great game to play. Uh, and uh, But I think if you want to burn some serious, serious, serious calories, I think Creed is the way to go.
2: Yeah. Creed but I,
1: Rise to the Glory, the boxing game.
2: I, I feel like the problem here is that most of these games, they use your arms the most.
0: That's correct. So
2: I, I, I really want something that also trains my legs as well, like Pistol Whip.
0: I would say And I've found any other game. An audio trip is another one. That audio I've, trip. Audio trip oh, yeah. I found worked oh, yeah. My, yeah. my lower half as well, um, mm. more so. Like synth riders, I love synth riders as well. Um, and as much as that is like hand-eye coordination and stuff and speed, um, I don't really find it physically draining um, too much. It is a little bit when you're an expert and stuff, but um, yeah. So I would say audio trip is the way. Is is the one. Not that I play a lot now because of Synth Riders. I absolutely love Synth riders. Um yeah, Audio Trip was the one I was really surprised about that used a lot of my legs and stuff. But then I'd rather play Pistol Whipped, to be honest. I'm loving yeah. Pistol Whip so much. It's uh it's a brilliant game, so unique. And uh and the
2: Audio Trip is not on the quest, right?
0: Or is it I don't know if it is on the quest. I don't oh. think it is actually, 'cause is it on can anyone find it out if Audio Trip's on the quest? <laughs> I'm not sure. Is it on this lip- this
3: this word that you're using is this a foreign word? Fit fit, F
0: I T. I don't know this
4: word I have no idea. Do you know what? Right like, ages
0: ago, yeah, I I had a friend. It, well, I still got a friend. He uh went into uh training for being like the strongest man and stuff. He could lift bench press like 360 kilos and stuff. And um, there's a picture of him on Facebook, and it come up and it said cardio, right, in big white letters. And he said, "What is this Spanish?" With his, uh, with his, and he was not happy about that, dude. He was like really quite offended by it. And uh, I don't know what to do with Kes's head. It's all over the place. It's not her fault though. It's mine. Um, Whereas we've got Blam Crunchy Saw from um, Pistol Whip. That's awesome. Stormland. Good stuff. Thank you for joining, guys. Excellent, Papa chicken. Superb. So, back on track. Uh, what was we? I say back on track. I'm all over the place at the moment, so we're going to uh, quickly hit off the show with Stormlands because I know that mm-hmm. is um, a real big game for a lot of people. It's probably one of the biggest games in PC that's come out this week. Um, Kaz, I assumed you played this at like OC Five as well, and you've been yeah. looking forward to it for a long time. So, what's your thoughts about Stormland and you know, after playing it and reviewing it as well?
2: Um, overall, I really really enjoyed it. Like just the details that they put into their VR mechanics, like when you, for example, just the small things like grabbing a door, opening a crate, it's all it all has hand animations, and it looks and feels pretty cool. So I'm really happy about that. And also uh, the co-op, I played the whole uh, main story with Cherry, and uh, it was very seamless to me. It was we could both listen to the main story together, and do everything to do get together. I think it's one of the first VR games that has a main story and co-op that is that seamless to me. So uh, yeah, I really, really like it. The only disappointing thing for me is that uh, the main story is not very long. That's the only
0: thing. Yeah, so how many hours did you find there? Because I've had a, a mixture of hours coming out. I,
2: I We kind of rushed it for the review because uh, we didn't have a lot of time. So it took us four hours. Yeah. But I think you can do more.
0: It was quite funny. I think F-Reality, I think it was a rowdy guy hit it on the head where we're in a great place where people are saying that four to six hour VR games are now too short. Like, because VR games used to be a couple of hours sometimes. So, and then you've got the online co-op. And I I think the problems come from Asgard's Wrath. They have put the bar so high suddenly that it's like, oh damn, what, it's not 40 hours? it's not going to last me 40 hours i'm not happy about that so um,
2: i don't i don't need 40 hours you know um but yeah it is Escart's wrath and because it's the same price you kind of try to compare it with that yeah. um but it's also once you get into that um replayability mode, the cycling world it also kind of becomes repetitive to me that right. is but I, I still recommend the game i still recommend the game oh yeah.
0: absolutely yeah yeah I think the uh, details in it are fantastic. Like when you're using Mm. the arms and the sounds and and the visuals in it are absolutely superb. Um, Exactly. So Lincoln, have you checked this out yet? Have you checked out Stormlands?
1: Unfortunately not. You know, it's a combination of, again, me working a lot of hours. And uh, me being a little bit cheap because November is just overloaded with games. And if I were to buy every game that came out, I'd be homeless right now. Um, (laughs) Because, I mean, just, you know, I'm interested in Stormland and and Golem, which I'm sure we'll get to at some point. But those two games right there are 80 bucks. And, Mm. you know, but I'm going to get them because that's where my overtime is going to go. You know, yeah. the overtime didn't work and I'm going to end up buying these games anyway. I just don't want to, you know, I just don't want to count my, um, you know, chickens before they hatch, so to speak. So I just want to wait until that overtime check is in my hand and then I'll go uh, buy Stormland and Golem.
0: Yeah, man. But are you going to wait to finish Asgard's Wrath? Because some people I know are genuinely actually holding off to buy a lot of games until unless they're like a unique, I guess, rhythm game still sell. Because sometimes they're at a really good price. Um but yeah, I think some people don't want another main title until they do Asgard's Wrath, you know, because they're yeah. really they're really sinking their teeth into it. They're really enjoying it. I personally haven't had time to actually get on as much as I wanted to with that game, and that was like I remember the first time I stepped into uh, Asgard's Wrath. It was the same as this. The beauty of it is incredible. Yeah, the visuals. Yeah,
2: yeah. like both uh, games. Uh, in both games, I would stand in the somewhere and just kind of gawk at how beautiful everything is.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just,
2: yeah.
1: Honestly, yeah. speaking about Asgard's Wrath, um, at the pace that I'm moving right now, uh, how much I work, um, trying to take care of my obligations outside of work, uh, trying to be a content creator, trying to review games and that kind of stuff, <laughs> you know, who knows how long it might take me to finish Asgard's Wrath. I mean, I might just be wrapping that game up as the as the Iron Man VR is coming out. <laughs> well, February. That's yeah.
0: February, isn't it? 2020.
1: So, yeah, I
0: mean, I still,
1: you know, again, I haven't even finished Defector yet. I got about three quarters of the way through that game. And I think it might have been the No Man's Sky VR that pulled me off of Defector. But, um, but yeah, if I do... Like Golem, Golem, and Stormland. If I pick those games up, I I have to be disciplined and try not to pick up any more games until you know until Iron Man VR comes out. But that's going to be tough with Aspire One right around the corner, and then and then I got my eye on that Panther VR as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, Panther uh, VR. I just,
3: I just want to say, I mean, obviously, I, I'm I'm the only one here that hasn't got PC VR. Obviously, I talked to you guys after the thing, and I sent you specs for a, a, a PC uh, that I could pick up for, I think it was like 450 quid. And it was actually a really good spec PC. It had an i5 in it. It had a GTX 1070 in it and uh, 8 gig of RAM. And I think sales was saying, no, I'll send you some extra RAM so you can increase it. It was only when I looked at the specs on Stormland. I knew the specs of Asgard's Wrath, and I looked at the specs of Stormland.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: That's the bit where I just went, actually yeah, I don't want the best specs because all oh, I've got is PSVR and Oculus Quest. I just kind of want a, a smallish bump in terms of quality there. And yeah, I could most probably get away with it, w- with that. But with the way that PC games are going, that that PC just is going to be out of date so, so quick. Yeah. And so now that's where I've been sending you messages saying, well, look, now I'm rather looking at a £400 PC, which was insane price. I mean, you know, it's a GTX 1070 unit for for God's sakes, if I stripped it down for parts, I'd most probably make that money back. But then it's like, okay, I've got to look at 1100, which is like an RTX 2070 S and stuff like that, because I was comparing that to a GTX 1080, and like an RTX 2070 Super yeah. pretty much beats out a, a, a GTX 1080. Don't don't beat out a GTX 1080 Ti. I mean, that, that's still you know, a card that destroys everything else that's out there. But... Um, yeah, that was that that was the thing where I was just looking at it. It's just like I really don't want to spend that sort of money, but to be honest, I think I'm going to have to. And I know you thought so I said, "Oh well, I spent thousand two hundred pounds," and that's just like, yeah, that's no. Uh, yeah, I can't do that, but yeah, the, the specs of Stormland uh, and Asgard's Wrath, it's just like
0: so I think uh, the, specs the specs
3: are coming, Medal of, of the, Honor as well.
0: I think the recommendation specs for Stormlands was higher than Asgard's Wrath, weren't they? I'm not,
3: I thought they were the same.
0: Oh, were they so? They were,
3: but I think, I think they're both GTX 1080s, if, uh, if memory serves, and I think they're i7s. I think the i7 recommendation it might be slightly higher i think it's a 8700 on stormlands i might be wrong i say I, it's a while since i looked at it uh, and i think it's a slightly i think you can get away with an i5 on uh, asgard's wrath
0: but either way um, man these are these are this is they're quite an expensive setup aren't they so a gtx 1080 um a radeon rx vega 64 the cpu's coming in i think it is an intel i7 AMD Ryzen 7 2700 X, like, you know, that's not cheap, is it? And in a way, I think a lot of people are looking for that, and that's what worries me when we're talking about the link cable, which we're gonna get to, because uh, out of all of us, Kaz has actually used it. Um, she's gonna give us some feedback on that. Um, I think, I think that's the thing is that the link cable, you're then, you're then going into the realms of having to have an actual really decent PC to run these games um, and it's not going to be like when I talk to you now about your PC specs, you're saying to me, I always worry that like you're going to, you're, you're going to jump in that game and go, oh, this doesn't look as great as I thought. I don't think that would happen necessarily. I think even games are quite good on medium settings, um, mm-hmm. especially if you are used to like quest and PlayStation VR. But um, yeah, it just, it makes me wonder where things are, you know, when specs like this come out, I thought PC was trying to make it more, um, what's the word like it, entry friendly? That's what I thought was coming in at. Some games uh, were more optimized. They're trying to optimize VR games to run a bit better, so it's a little bit cheaper to get into. And then when I saw these recommended, I was like, that ain't the case at all because 1080 is actually a very expensive card.
3: Yeah, but hasn't that always been the issue with PC uh, gaming? I think that's why PlayStation VR just took off to the to the moon. Because the beauty of PlayStation VR was, got a PlayStation 4, great, yeah, play PlayStation VR. Yeah, yeah. That was a simple thing, and the problem that you've always had. I mean, uh, I I I always remember because I had a I was I I've only recently got into PC gaming because I honestly wanted to play Total War Warhammer um, uh, more than anything. Uh, that was kind of the reason uh, I was like, I'm going to get a PC that can play Total War Warhammer. Um, but uh, I remember a friend of mine. Who uh always built his own rig and everything. And he was I remember him coming into work one day and he was mad as hell. And I was like, what's wrong with you? And he's going, Oh, I've spent all this money on my rig and got it all updating. I goes, Yeah? He goes, Well, I've got Crisis and the bloody machine will not run it.
4: Crysis, and it was like,
3: yeah. and it was there's there's that thing, you know, will your PC run Crisis? The developers went for that. And I think what's happened now with uh, VR is I think some developers are actually confident enough to say, we're not going to compromise. Because that's yeah. always been the thing. And it's something like Pistol Whip doesn't require the specs. But something like Asgard's Wrath, uh, I think it's like, the, you know, we, we joked when we heard about this file size. What was it, 100, 121 gigs? It was like, what are you going to put that on? But it was for all the textures and, uh, and stuff. So, I think, I think it actually speaks well to VR that developers are actually confident enough to say, you know what, we want this experience. We expect customers to have this experience. And sorry, if you do want to have this experience with our yeah, game. Yeah, they're
0: not dulling it down. Yeah, I No, they're,
3: they're, they're going to keep it at a, a level that they're, they're ha- happy with. And if it doesn't get you know, half a million sales and it gets 100,000 sales, they're happy with that.
2: I still think we're pretty early too in the VR industry. I just think all developers are trying to optimize the games, but it might be just very costly to to do that. Plus, there are just no 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 one knows. There are like no developer guidelines right now for VR because it's so new. So I think people are everyone are, are trying out things right now. So I do think I just I think we need to be a bit patient to see more games that are better optimized for lower spec.
0: And PCs I think that's where well. the quest comes into play because it's it's a non changeable bit of hardware. And
2: mm. that's
0: where the optimizations are gonna come in, as we've seen with certain games already, like Red Matter, for example, looks stunning. Um and they they'll just get better and better with the hardware, won't they? Um and that's where the link cable went away for me, is a bit of a, a strange beast because as I said before, it kind of stops what the quest is, um, in my mind.
2: Yeah, true. It's not wireless anymore. But I think we should see the the link more as a add-on, like an option for people who who have a, a gaming PC already. Yeah. I don't think it's for the people who don't have a
0: gaming PC. So why don't we just step into this now? Because we've walked into the subject anyway. Because um, you recently made a video um about the your experience with the link cable and uh that's on their channel now if you want to go and check this out this is just like a clip uh from their video it's an excellent video i definitely just people check it out so what game did you play on the link cable uh
2: so i played escards ref mm-hmm. uh on the link cable uh, it was during oc6 but it was a very short demo of about uh, five to eight minutes so um everything i say or said in the video is more of like my initial impressions yeah um but yeah, what you can expect from it, uh, so far, it's, it's pretty good. Like uh, It really does feel like a PC VR, like you're gaming with a PC VR headset, except you, you can expect some video compression because it is compressed down a little bit. The video is compressed down a little bit to send over the USB cable. Yeah. And uh, so I did not notice it while playing the game, but while I was in the Oculus Home map. Uh, the uh, the rift version. So before I started the game I did see like a bit of compression artifacts. Like everything looked a little bit more grainy than I was used to. Yeah. But in the game I did not um so don't get me wrong because in the game I did not notice this as as much. It's like I think I was distracted by the game and probably if we test it out some more then maybe we can see it. But um during my five minute demo I did not see it at all. Plus the tracking worked perfectly fine. I think it's gonna be completely playable and an awesome addition for the quests.
0: So, how about latency and stuff? And also, yeah, go on, go latency.
2: Um, well, I did not notice a lot of latency. I do think it is there. Uh, I've, I've listened to um, Carmack, John Carmack, talk about there is like the experience won't be exactly the same as the Oculus Rift S. Uh, you will have a slight latency with the controllers. Like the head tracking will be um, almost the same. But uh, it is there's if you really look for it, I think you will be able to see some latency. Yeah. Yeah. But I did not notice it much myself. But I've, I think uh, there are there were some people who did
0: notice it. Okay. And the actual link cable itself, um, when people are going about third-party cables uh, and stuff like that. You've seen the cable, and I'm assuming, how did it feel on the headset? I mean, because apparently this is going to be a very light cable. Uh, it's going to be, mm-hmm. is it five to six meters long? I can't remember. I think it's five meters long. Yeah. Yeah, six um, feet. Yeah. So how did that feel uh, while yeah. using it? How did it feel You basically using the Quest Heathered?
2: Yeah. Uh, it was uh, a good length. Like, the Oculus Rift S is also five meters. And I thought four meter is, like, not enough. But yeah. five is definitely enough. And also, it has, like, a little clip on the side. So it doesn't come out, like, sideways like this. But it goes, like, to the strap. It's, it's like, over there. So um, you, you, you won't be able
0: We are back up. I don't know if it's going to jump onto the same stream, though. I'm not sure. Uh, Well, just keep watching. I don't know if that's going to happen or not.
2: Usually it does. But maybe... Not.
0: I'm using... No, no, um, I'm using... Uh, I've um, so, just,
3: just refreshed it and well, I've got a Game of Thrones trailer now.
0: Okay, I just got the notification for it.
3: Yeah, it's doing a countdown. The 340. Yeah, yeah we're on? live
0: now. Yeah, you should be live. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, I think everyone's just going to have to come over. Damn. Hey, yeah, sorry about that, guys. I've no idea what happened. This is just part of... live streaming i don't know like literally i've never had that happen before first time it just bottomed out like randomly um there was no idea i'm so sorry guys what happened and i'm really sorry kaz because that was like mid you talking about the link oh don't worry
2: about it. it happens
0: oh okay yeah yeah we're back hopefully it's gonna stay back that'd be really nice if it does um but yeah cool so uh Carry on for the Link Cable. Lincoln, you had some questions uh, for Kaz.
1: Uh, I was going to ask you, Kaz, uh, based on your experience with that Link Cable, is it enough for you to give someone a recommendation whether they should choose the Quest or the Rift S? Oh,
0: that's a big question.
2: Um, I think so. If it's as good as uh, the demo I tried, I do think I would recommend the Quest over the Rift S.
0: Wow, there you go. That's awesome. Like I well, did not go on.
3: Well, I, obviously I, that was the thing I was, I was talking about. I understand the comfort situation in terms of the Rift S, but there is something really cool about having the, the wireless freedom of the quest and also being able to plug it into a PC. I, I think it just gives you so many more options. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Um. And we know that uh, Oculus and Facebook's ultimate goal is to go wireless uh, with that. Um, and that, that, I mean, in it, some ways, it's game-changing anyway. Because uh, as I say, I, if you'd have asked me before they announced the Oculus Link, would I be getting an Oculus Rift, S and a PC? No. But now it's like, okay, well, I can. I, you know, I'm now thinking about getting a PC. And it's like, you know, I might go with an Oculus Rift S maybe down the line, but I think I said it uh, weeks ago, it gives me options. I don't have to go with a Rift S. I can think, and to be honest, (laughs) with the way I play games, it is rare that I can get two, three hours to play a game. So I don't think the comfort issue does come into play as much. And to be honest, a lot of the comfort covers, they're getting better. For the Oculus Quest, um, uh, for it as well. Uh, They're always improving them. So, um, and, uh, uh, you know, I said to you guys earlier that um, if you look at the amount of uh, games that are coming for the Oculus Quest, just, you know, all right, they're going to, a lot of them are going to play on the Oculus Rift as well. But Mm -hmm. that it looks like Oculus are going all in prior to Christmas to not only give you a ton of games. But it does look, in terms of the VR side, the Oculus Quest is the hot ticket.
4: Yeah.
3: I mean, it's already yeah. been selling well. Uh, I think we'll find out at Black Friday, because I, I think you said, um, uh, Lincoln, that they're going to be doing a three hundred and fifty dollar deal Black Friday for the Oculus Rift S. Uh,
1: yes, that's correct. I think that's some. Um, I think that's through the Lenovo website, I believe, because uh, they're the ones who uh, manufacture the Rift S, I believe. Yeah, I don't.
3: I don't think they're going to do a deal on the Quest. I don't think they need to. That thing prints money. It's like the Switch. Nintendo don't need to do anything. Everybody goes on about the Nintendo Switch. Are Nintendo going to do a price cut? Are Nintendo going to do a price? Why?
1: Why they can't do a price cut? It's printing money. I still um, can't help but to wonder how many how many more Quest headsets they could move if they dropped the price to three fifty for Black Friday.
0: Would you mean, mean like, have they got enough to actually sell? Like, have they got enough units?
1: I don't think they have. Well, I mean, it's a little bit different from, you know, AAA flat screen games. You knock $50 off the price of of any VR headset, you just
0: gave them enough money
1: to buy two or three games.
0: Mm -hmm. So what do you think about over Christmas, maybe? Do you think there's going to be, like, a bundle? An Oculus Quest bundle, for example? Like a a Beat Saber bundle? I mean, that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Uh, but I, no I agree. Yeah, I, I
1: definitely think that was would be a system seller. Mm. Um, yeah. You know the bundle I
3: reckon they're going to do? And I think it's a no-brainer. I think you'll see it early December, Oculus Quest, and you get Vader Immortal Episode 1, 2, and 3 to link in with Rise of the Skywalker.
0: Okay. That would be a good deal, too. That would yeah.
1: be a good deal. I thought you were going to say Pistol Whip take go <laughs> with uh, with
0: the yeah game of the year for that it's nah, yeah. it's
1: Vader. it's star wars baby
0: all right okay so uh now we need to start um hopefully that's answered some of people's cares thank you ever so much for that that's been one of the biggest subjects uh on the show for a long time the link cable and uh to hear your experiences with it have been fantastic so thanks no problem mega appreciate that so we're going to jump into uh doctor who because it was actually i think kaz who spoke to me and uh got me to play it uh in our in our little chat we have because i was a bit like yeah. what to expect with this i didn't know it was a scare i didn't think it was going to be that scary i knew it had the weeping angels in it um yes but i didn't Same. expect much so what what happened for you then how did you find this game i
2: well i, I but before the game came out um, I haven't w- watched the show before, but because it was coming out, I went to research and then I watched a few episodes. Um, so I thought the, the show wasn't that scary. I, I thought it, the show was okay. So I never expected the game to be this scary because no one told me. The developers n- neither didn't uh, tell us that it was like a horror game. So, um, yeah, I launched the game. And then the first thing I saw uh, or one of the first things was, of course, one of the time glitches. Like in the game, sometimes the time glitches and then you get into a dark, scary (laughs) world. Uh, And then I was like, okay, this is going to be a game that I'm not going to like. So uh, I I did not. I tried to power through. How far did you get? uh, Until the uh, forest. I got my first jump scare there. And the only one because I quit the game after.
0: Lincoln, (laughs) I think she's slightly braver than you. I'm not sure. Well, yeah. I was, I, one thing I didn't tell He's everybody. scared of maybe, everything you know what, in uh, VR.
1: Not, not, maybe not so much. I think I'm ready to go ahead and take a chance <laughs> now. because. <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm, re- I think <laughs> I'm ready to man up.
2: <laughs> no, I'm actually, usually really chicken, too, in every VR horror game. It's too real.
1: It is. VR is too real when it comes to horror games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, a couple, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I took my son home, and he has been pushing at me to try Five Nights at Freddy's for God knows how long. Yeah. So I finally did it, and um, now, granted, i seen, I seen the animatronics coming at me, uh, but I wasn't scared. I thought I was going to be scared, but I wasn't. So now I think I'm ready to go ahead and take some chances on some other uh, horror games and uh, see if I can handle it or not. When I do, though, I will stream it. I will have the camera on me mm. um, so do you, you guys, guys think? a lot of
2: do you think if you play horror of VR more often that you can get better at it?
1: Um, that is a good question. No. Because I think I, I know that if I played enough horror games, I wouldn't be affected by it. But right now, it is just, it is just like, way too real. But you have to keep in mind that, uh, like, when horror games were really scaring the crap out of me is when I first got into VR. So the experience is... Uh, was just mind-blowing, you know, whether it was getting in a race car or whatever it was, all the stuff was just blowing my mind. It was an incredible experience. You know, the racing experiences was incredible, but um the horror games, you know, I probably had to stay close to the toilet. <laughs> I think, but, like,
0: uh, it's weird, like, Rush of Blood. Is it Rush? Uh, what's it? Uh, what's the one on playstation i just, li- just literally left my mind and it's uh yeah 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 um that game right at the beginning there's like a monster that flips out and i must have seen that monster i try not to exaggerate 60 70 times and every time i still see it i go oh do you know what i mean every- and i know it's coming <laughs> it just makes me jump every time to- like or cringe i don't know every time um So I don't know. I don't know if you can ever... I guess maybe you can null your your fear of stuff a little bit. But in virtuality, to be fair, sometimes I wonder how cruel a developer's going to be. Because there's times when I'm in there and I'm thinking, I know there's a behind me in this game. Like, more than normal games, I know that there could be anything behind me if I turn around. And the game that done that was a game that didn't do very well. And it was... um, Oh, uh, it was just in my head then. Oh, the one with the needle, the impatient. Okay. The impatient of PlayStation VR, right? There's a bit where you walk in a room and there's a box like a miniature house, oh. and you realise the miniature room is the room you're in, and the little model in the room is you, and then all of a sudden a little, like shadow black character, flashes in in behind the little model, and I thought. That means something's behind me right now, and oh, when I gosh. turned round, oh man, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I felt sick. <laughs> like it was so intense, so intense. Um, but I'd recommend Doctor Who. I thought it was really good. I, um, as a game, I thought it was great. I
1: uh, did, cast. I, I cast. Yeah. How do you do with horror games where you have weapons to defend yourself? Because like, of Blood doesn't scare me the way I thought it would because I had dual shotguns, so it was simple. Shoot them and they won't get you. So how do you do with um, horror games Um, with weapons?
2: I think a little bit better, but still. Well, when I get scared, uh, like some people freeze up, but uh, when I get scared, I I try to attack stuff. I try to (laughs) throw stuff away. So it does help me when I have a weapon, yeah. That's great. Those those are maybe the only horror games I would play. (laughs)
0: That's awesome. When, she, when you jump scare her, you're going to get punched in the face, basically, what she's saying.
2: Yeah, I tried throwing away my controllers many times before.
0: That's awesome. Oh, hope the TV wasn't in front of you.
2: No, thankfully it wasn't. I, one time I didn't have a strap on. and was playing Paranormal Activity in VR. And, uh, yeah, I, I threw it away, like, all the way to the kitchen or something. Oh, cool. But nothing broke, so that's uh, that was okay.
0: So let's quickly uh, move on to Gollum, um, and this is where Nat's going to get involved, obviously. And I'm going to let him lead the way if he wants. Uh, I'm going to try and intervene with certain bits. Um, so
3: <laughs> yeah, well, um, obviously everyone knows I was really looking forward to this. I I just wanted to play the game. I you know as I, as I said uh, a long time ago. Uh, it didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't know if the game was going to be good, bad, indifferent. I, I just wanted to experience it because it's four years. We've never seen a VR game that's exactly. taken this long. This is this thing. Unfortunately, my experience wasn't good, and that's not. I'm not talking about the game. I'm at uh, uh, you know the actual story or anything like that because I haven't actually experienced enough of it. Um, so my first uh, playthrough or attempted playthrough was on Wednesday evening. Um, the bit where I finally got to take over as Twine, the girl, uh, the protagonist in the story, my right hand was literally freaking out. Everything I could do, uh, to, to stop it didn't help. I, I quit the game. I went back into it.
0: Did you just kill the move controller? Uh,
3: yeah. Uh, well I did after I, um. Uh, after I uh, uh, I, I cancelled the stream I just turned around to the stream and said look sorry guys I'm going to have to end it Uh, I I disconnected the move
0: controllers I was just going to say there's there's a quick quick way of um, a quick way of powering them down is just hold down the Playstation button Mm -hmm. and it it just turns them off sometimes but yeah yeah man
3: so I did that and it was like okay fine Um, uh, Thursday morning before I went to work I uninstalled the game and reinstalled it um, and I was like, okay, so I'm gonna let it reinstall while I'm at work. Got back to home uh, from work, uh, started the game again, deleted my uh, my save file. Uh, so literally, again, I was going in fresh. One controller on again, uh, it worked. I had no problems. Uh, hand wasn't freaking out or anything. And it's like, okay, this is fine. But then. Uh, something happened that hasn't happened to me in about a year and a half or two years, I actually started to feel physically ill through the movement scheme. Now, right. I did turn off the uh, the comfort scenes. Um, and okay. the reason I did that is, well, look, I, uh, I've i played like No Man's Sky, and I can play that for like three, three and a half hours. Uh, no problems at all in a few other games, uh, Solus Projects and stuff like that, I don't have any issues with. But for some reason, I got to about the 28, 29-minute mark, and I could feel myself getting very lightheaded. Uh, And because I've been ill previously on VR games, you kind of know the signs. Mm. Um, And I literally had to, I I was like, okay, I'm a little bit lightheaded. I went for about another two minutes, and then I just turned to the stream and again said, I'm going to have to stop. I'm really lightheaded. I'm, I'm literally on the verge of getting really, really ill playing this game. Um, um, so I haven't tried it again um, uh, since then. I obviously I'm going to have to turn on the comfort settings. It looks like. Also, I, it's a bit weird because from my understand, the developers were putting loads of uh, different control settings in that you could use the DualShock Four, and I couldn't find anything that said anything about that as well. Uh, maybe you got to have the DualShock Four on to for that to come up. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I I will try it again with the comfort settings on uh, to see that. But I did have somebody on my my show yesterday who turned around and said what actually might be the issue because it's such a weird control scheme is you've got to lean into it. Yeah, uh, it's not like No Man's Sky where you just press the button and you move. You've actually kind of got to move your body to it. And uh, somebody in this, in my stream turned around and goes, that might be your issue, that you're actually having to move your body into the thing. And maybe that's what's throwing you off. So, um, but from what I understand, I'm not the only person to have uh, uh, these issues. So I'm disappointed in that respect. Um and it is rather troubling that they've taken four years, and really their their motion settings aren't that good.
0: Yeah, uh, you're probably like in the boat of fifty-fifty people on this game. So the control. So in my opinion, visually this game has exceeded my expectations. Um, I was really worried about the blur and stuff you get from PSVR games sometimes. And the fact it's got that history, it's taken so long to get here. I was thinking, this game can't be great. Like I'm just, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? My my expectations were like, oh, it's not going to be good. I know it's not. And it was surprisingly good, especially once you uh, adapt to the perspective side of things. Because you're a young girl, you're looking at your bigger sister. And she can look too big. Things can look a little bit out of proportion. But then when you uh, become the little doll, that's pretty cool. Like You take control of a doll as well as a big golem. Go and do the floorboards and stuff. And it was wonderful, and I found the movement scheme frustrating. I felt like it was like going back in the day of when they first tried to make VR games, and they're inventing some sort of new control mechanic. And I feel like they just never got away from that. Um, and I don't know why. I, I, I'm not sure how how it's <laughs> how no one played it and went, "What is this? Like, who wants to do that?" <laughs> like, I don't know. Like holding the T, the trigger and leaning to roll forward, it actually feels like you're on a ball. It feels like you're, on some, you're balancing on a ball, and as you yeah. lean, you sort of run with the ball, and then you sort of lean backwards, and you run backwards with the ball. And that's what it felt like to me. I adjusted to it. I also tried using the DualShock, where you can use like one joystick to move, and then one move controller. But it does seem like you have to own a move controller to play this game, which is not a good thing really um, because not everyone has the move controllers they are quite overpriced um, considering they're a decade old and um, but overall I really really enjoyed my time with it Um, I found it really magical I thought as I said the graphics were great the size of everything was amazing Um, it's just one of those things in a way I wished like when they'd done that last um, that last uh, what's the word like when they held it back another week, didn't they? Delayed it by another week, I think. I wish they would have then gone, does anyone want to play this and try it out for us? Because I always find that sometimes developers are in their own little creative bubble and they don't reach out enough. Or like when I, As I said before, I've met developers and I've played a game and I'm like, I can't even walk through the door. I don't know what you want me to do. I, I've, I've done everything I know, I know personally, that VR games want me to do. But I'm not getting this, and their reply was, "You've played too many VR games," and I'm like, "How is that a bad what? thing?" Uh, yeah, so, um, you know that, and I, I feel like with this game, I'm hoping they're listening. Um, I've tried to uh, reach out and speak to them about this. Um, I'm not getting any any luck with it, unfortunately. Some developers, uh, if you play their game, they will follow you and they will ask you stuff. They want your feedback. Um, I haven't really had anything from High Wire Games, and maybe they're busy, maybe they're hard at work. I have read somewhere that they are actually doing some sort of update already. Uh, I wish I would have screenshotted it. Uh, I saw the comment, and I can't remember where it was, but I don't know. Um, the game's got a lot of promise. Uh, Polish Paul gave it, a, and he's in the chat as well. Game hey, devs, shout out def- to Polish Paul. Yeah, man, he gave it his first ten out of ten.
2: Wow. Oh, wow.
0: He absolutely loves this game. Uh, The combat is great. Uh, I found there, and a bit like with uh, Jamie from Upload, he said he had real problems with collision. So it sounds like, as well, there's a bit of an issue with the tracking system going on here uh, for certain people, like Nat. uh, Jamie Upload said, like, the collision was just off. Do you know what I mean? And they they actually said they weren't going to review it until these things were sorted, because they felt this game is such a good game that they want to wait till these uh, things are addressed. And that's cool like to me because, as we know, not like the old days where you get a game on a cartridge and that's it, done. Mm-hmm. What you've got is, you know, the, the, all these games can change and they can add uh, have stuff added to them. So, hoping... Look, look, I'd like to ask a question then. <laughs> uh, you know, and this is to you
1: and Seven Degrees, since you two have kind of different opinions on the game,
0: is it worth the 40 bucks?
3: I couldn't um... recommend it.
0: Okay, is it worth forty bucks? I think with if you can put the movement system aside, or get to grips with it enough, like I did eventually, the only time it really gets frustrating is in combat because if you get pushed back, it's really weird to have to sort of try and lean forward again to get that hit you've earned. So You've sort of earned the ability by doing blocks to open up a area that you can do damage, and sometimes you get pushed back enough that you can't lean in quick enough to get back to do that damage. That's quite frustrating. Um, yeah, I'd, I, I do actually recommend it because I, I'm really hoping that, like, Polish pool's giving it a 10 out of 10. People who are PSVR enthusiasts, people who love PSVR, are loving this game in general. Um, so, yeah, I'd recommend it. I, I really enjoyed my time with it, honestly. I was so surprised. I really enjoyed the story. I know uh, Ian from uh, Eurogamer didn't like the intro, said it took too long and stuff. I didn't feel that because sometimes I like a story in my game. Do you know what I mean? I don't mind how long it takes to get going. Um, Yeah, if it's an interesting story. And I enjoyed it. I found it very magical. Um, I loved the changing uh, perspectives where you're the girl in a bed, so she's injured now. Her legs are injured. She can't move. And the only way for her to sort of move around now is to use this dream wand, whatever you want to call it, and you can take over other things. I just found all that really cool. Like personally, so, yeah. yeah.
2: That is what yes. got me interested in the game, too, because I watched the trailer and uh, read the summary the way that they, it seems like I haven't played the game, because uh, I, I don't have the play VR right now at home, um, but I'm getting it back soon, I definitely want to jump in uh, for that, but I am a little worried about motion sickness now, but um, because of the, the stuff that you said, GT, about uh, being able to transfer yourself into, like, a big pick something.
0: Yeah. I feel Golem. like the game
2: could really work well in VR, like the scaling, like you could really feel the the world
0: <laughs> yeah. and the world scaling. Like cockroaches are huge. When you're in yeah? little like stick dolls and you're going underneath the floorboards. And um yeah, I, I honestly I, I would I personally would recommend it. I think PlayStation fans are gonna absolutely love it. Um I do hope they do some up and that's the thing. It's kind of weird. Like in my experience of VR and I'm sure all of yours Things don't usually stop. If they're a good developer, they will keep at it. They will keep updating and they will keep trying to improve things. And um, I do hope that that is the case. But um, even as it stands at the moment, like um, we had a physical copy to give away, and I was so excited. Like it was just an ex- it was an exciting game, and I thought it looked great. And yeah, I don't really know what else to say. I I really hope people do enjoy it. And like that, Ian from Gamer, he basically slammed it pretty much. Um, and it's a shame. Uh, yeah, I can understand. It's weird. You can understand these frustrations because they're true. They are. The movement system can make you feel ill. That's subjective illness in VR. I can't. Um, I've only had it a couple of times. Funny enough, Doctor Who actually made me feel a little bit ill. Weirdly enough, um, I felt a little bit ill in that game. That's, but because the movement wasn't quick enough when I was moving around, it was very slow. Uh, Golem's quite slow as well. But I think because you're leaning um you sort of were going with it so i think i don't know see that's what i'm saying for me personally i didn't feel ill uh, playing this but um it's a massive off it's a massive no-no for people isn't it sickness no one wants to feel sick they well,
3: yeah. well i mean the reason why i said that i can't recommend it obviously i've only played in reality half an hour of it um i i i go back to when arizona sun now i i've i've been very vocal i'm a huge fan of arizona sunshine But if somebody had asked me the very first few days that Arizona Sunshine for PlayStation VR came out, would you recommend this game? Should I buy this game? I'd have gone, no. Same. It's broken. Uh, You know, it it might get better. And obviously with Arizona Sunshine, it did get better. Because of my experience with Gollum, that is why I would say no. I, I couldn't recommend it to anyone. Now, with Patches... And with trying it in comfort mode, although I got to admit, it's the comfort mode that they had because it, it defaults to the comfort mode yeah. is really, really small. Yeah, I mean it's it, you know it's smaller than a lot of comfort modes that I've seen. So I, I, I personally think they might have actually known that there was a comfort uh, issue with the game because okay. I've never seen a, a comfort window as small as that on games. Uh, and I've I've played a few that have had that. Um, that must have looked that,
0: look, that must have looked messy on a stream then, because on a stream it can look okay in a headset, but on a stream it can blacken out so much.
3: Oh yeah, well I haven't I haven't checked out the stream. Uh, it would it would have been on the first one, because uh, right. the second one I I disabled the uh, uh, the comfort setting straight away.
0: Right. Uh, on my
3: first stream I I disabled it. Uh, when you walk to the first light, it was like whoa, that's uh, you yeah, know so like when I saw the black borders come up I was like oh that is really really small um so that's the only reason I would say um uh that I can't recommend it I'm never going to knock anyone's score in a game uh because that is always their opinion so like when you know when I saw Polish Paul gave it a 10 out of 10 I'm just like you got to be kidding me <laughs> but that's my personal opinion to pull it is a 10 out of 10 game but it's, I'm not going to knock his opinion because to him, it's a 10 out of 10. It's like I, 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 was, I was saying before we started, Kaz was asking, oh, what's your favorite game? And I said, Uncharted, the Uncharted series is my favorite game. And I remember when Uncharted 4 came out and uh, I think somebody got, some reviewer from the Washington Post came out and gave Uncharted 4 a 4 out of 10 game, or 4 out of 10 score. And people, Uncharted fans, were losing their minds. And I was just like, yeah. who care? Who actually cares that this guy gave a, uh, Uncharted 4 a 4 out of 10? Because if you actually read the first paragraph of his review, he turns around and says, I don't like Uncharted games. Well, if you're into, to be honest, if you've bought Uncharted 4, you've most probably played Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. The mm. likelihood is you that have. That sounds
0: like bad bad uh, management why would you exactly give, uh... I, it'd
3: Just be as soon as I read that first paragraph I don't like Uncharted 1, 2 and 3 that just as far as i concerned that eliminates you I
0: yeah. enjoyed
3: Uncharted 1, 2 and 3 now if somebody comes out and said, I really enjoyed Uncharted 1, 2 and 3 but I hated 4
0: yeah, that's then different.
3: I'll read the whole review so I didn't even bother reading the review and I had some uh, that was wow. actually one of my first videos and I had a lot of hate come back so I said oh we should gang up and get this guy and get him fired and it's like He's got an opinion. Who cares what his opinion is? It just means that no one's going to pay attention to the Washington Post reviews anymore. That's all you got to remember. You know, yeah. people find the reviewers uh, that they like and that they trust. Like I, I trust Jim Sterling. A lot of people don't. Doesn't mean I agree with him all the time. But there's yeah. a lot of times where I listen to Jim Sterling, and it's, like, um, it's like, yeah, it actually makes a lot of sense. But there's a few other times. Like, he didn't like Death Stranding at all. He's like, I just don't want to play it after a few hours. I'm like, well, actually, I do. So, But you still trust that core uh, set of reviewers. You know, people come to your yeah, that's right because yeah. they trust your opinions. They come to Kaz uh, and Cherish's channel um, because they trust their opinions.
1: Um so
0: yeah, don't worry about what people. Have say, you read the yeah. comments, man? This, this like a, there's like a battle yeah. going on. <laughs> and, uh,
1: I'm still I'm still curious about Golem uh, because I know when the trailer came out for Golem, I think it it came out at a time where I think we were starting to see some games that had Lego blocks looking graphics. So I wanted to see games with you know better graphics, and Golem happened to come around come around at that time. Mm. and um and I was curious about it, it looked like it looked, looked like something different and um it looked like it had good graphics so uh I'm I'm still curious about the game I will I will still get it at some point I just can't say when
0: yeah man yeah absolutely and i was just uh, so shout deadly gamers you done a fantastic video this week is a congratulatory one for me uh, thank you um he said IGN gave Gollum 3 out of 10 like as anyone wow like, uh, IGN Why? Yeah, I don't know. IGN, once again, striking VR down (laughs) with a massive blow. They can't (laughs) help it. (laughs) They are like... And the thing is, they can do so much good if they have the right people um, doing this review. But it still makes me wonder... IGN didn't review Gollum. Right, okay. I I didn't think they had. I hadn't heard about it. Um, But it still makes me wonder why certain developers don't reach out to serious VR players and go can you give this game a test can you play it for us and let us yeah. know some feedback what
2: it's strange Gollum does seem to have just appeared out of nowhere to me at least I'm not sure if you guys knew when it was coming out but
0: it was a little um... bit when when was it announced gollum it it was it was announced for about was it about two months ago and then about a week before it was due to be released it was put back another week and then that was it was out. Really? Yeah,
3: okay. Um, yeah, Gollum had uh, kind of gone radio silent, and then it was um, uh, what was it? Upload VR did their uh, VR showcase at E3, ah. and <laughs> they they announced that Perp, Perp Games had joined forces with Highwire to bring Gollum out uh, as a physical release, obviously, and uh, to bring it out digital. And then, yeah, GT's right. About two months ago, they actually gave a date. And then it got delayed a week. I I think everybody was just like rolling their eyes. It was just like, we don't really care now at this point. It's just like, look, get the game out when uh, you're ready to get it out. Um, But yeah, as uh, as G.T. said, the guy from Upload VR um, won't do a review of it yet. Uh,
0: Because
3: I think if he does do a review, he will give it a poor score based on his experiences. You said,
0: Ian, you're a gamer. What score did it, they give it? I, I didn't see a score for it. But he oh, they don't, give, they don't give scores, do they? No, he basically called it, um, I think it was Polish who chucked it in our chat. He basically said it, they, they called it boring and something else. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't, it was negative, dude. And when I watched some of the video as well, it was like, it was one of those things where you're watching someone, it's like they're playing it because they have to. Um, and, and Gollum, deserves better than that. So um and that and that's what annoys me so much is that people with a big reach can do damage like if they had, like I think he just dabbles in VR when people dabble in VR and you're not like well versed in 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 how things are you can get it wrong you can come like as we saw with Borderlands 2 for PlayStation VR when that review went up like the whole VR community went you don't know what you're talking about it was You know, there was apparently there was no smooth locomotion. All these, all the information he gave pretty much was wrong, about and and all the wrong information he had was the reason he scored it so low. So, but the community all got together and we let them know, and they they removed that review, which was awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I mean that was a big win, and you know, and I remember chatting to the editor, um, like on a DM thing, and uh, and he said, oh, we pulled the review, and I said, yeah, but don't leave it there. Like you've actually got to say why, and you've got to say what you're doing about it. You can't, you can't go. You've got to damage control it. You can't just chuck it out there and go, yeah, we'll pretend that didn't happen. Like you're gonna to have to say, we messed up, yeah, and we're gonna do another review oh, wow. with someone who knows what they're doing, and we'll come back. And they did, and they done a better review, and it was fine. So. Um,
3: yeah, but their 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 secondary score still wasn't fantastic. I think it was like a six out of ten. Was their secondary score?
0: Yeah, because well, I, I think they were trying to damage control again, weren't they?
3: But, no. but uh, you know, the thing with the Borderlands 2 VR review is that was obvious factual errors. Like, when you went through it, it's just like, well, there is this. So, you know, smooth turning and there is this and there is this and there is this. And so you knew that the guy uh i've got things wrong it isn't a case you know again i'll bring death stranding up because obviously again that's why it's probably one of the most divisive games flat screen games that we've seen um and i said i uh, when i've been talking to you guys about it i understand why some people don't get that game because again if you just boil it down to its basic core it's a simulator. That is its basic core. You walk from point A to point B to point C to point D that uh, and back to point A. That is the basic core of the game. And if you just look at that game as that, yeah, you are going to score it 2 out of 10, 3 out of 10, 4 out of 10 for certain things. Although, to be honest, it's not a buggy game. It's just like, well, what's the point of playing the game? What a lot of people don't get, when they're just looking at it as a walking simulator, is the nuance within it, the yeah. connections, like the online side of it, is uh, if someone's like built a bridge, and it's helped you, you can leave likes, and when that person goes back online to log in, yeah, yeah, they'll actually get bonuses because of the likes. So there is actually reasoning or, or, or reasons for you to put a ladder up, to drop a rope, to build a bridge, to to assist other players that will come along and set them up in your game
0: and, wind uh, you,
3: up. and you get the thing so oh yeah don't get me wrong somebody I, I went up a rope on one and somebody put a, uh, went up uh, uh, a hill and I got to the top of the hill and it went nowhere <laughs> I don't even know how he actually got to the top of
1: the hill
0: awesome. to
3: put the rope down uh, he must have used ladders or something like that and then dismantled the ladders but I remember getting up there going why is this rope here there's no reason for because obviously i saw the rope i'm going well there's got to be sunny cup there's got to be a reason to go up there so it took me like a minute to get a couple of minutes to get over there and then you know get up the rope and i got to the top of the rope and i'm like this doesn't go anywhere there's nowhere to go on this why is this rope here and i was just like oh guys I was just having a bit of fun fair enough and i just went back down the rope But
0: nice uh, so so if what we're going to do now we're going to move on to quickly talking about last labyrinth um, because I played it. I think it was last night or the night before on the Oculus Quest. But it's also available on PC VR uh, and PlayStation VR. I'm gonna let Kaz just quickly talk about her first. <laughs> her first. <laughs> her first. <laughs> her first okay. I don't know how long she would have lasted in this game. So, uh,
2: so I didn't play the game before. Uh, you told me to uh, try it out uh, today. Um, and I before I, I saw your video about it where you had the title. Uh, last lampreth is shocking or something and I totally get where you're coming from yeah. it was um, it's an interesting game like it's an escape the room game but you are in a wheelchair and you can't move your arms the only thing that you can do is you have a laser pointer in your hand and you can point to an object and then there's a little uh, a young girl I think yeah. in front of you who can do stuff uh, for you or help you Um uh, but, uh, yeah, I, so I lasted until, like, the, the first puzzle where I fi- found out that when I do something wrong, the girl dies. Yeah. And that was kind of, that was really shocking to me.
0: Yes, same. Like, and I think what it done really well was create a relationship. Like, so, so as you're saying, you're in a wheelchair. You've got no way of communicating with this girl apart from a laser pointer, right? Uh, you can wiggle your hands in chains. That's about it. And I think that lack of communication, plus she talks a language that isn't recognisable, a bit like um, ICO. It's a made-up language. People thought it was Japanese, and the game was broken or something, and it needed subtitles. It's oh. not. Yeah, it's it just. It wasn't Japanese. Apparently not. It's just a language, a bit made-up language like uh, ICO and The Last Guardian. Um, and <laughs> so I've gone into it like thinking, okay, it's really interesting now because we're going to communicate in a way that. It takes away all known methods of communication almost with, you know, she's talking to me. All I can do is lead, nos, uh, nos? Yeah <laughs> nod <laughs> yes or no and use this laser pointer. And then sure enough, like the first, even the little puzzle, it hit, something hits her in the head, like a pan or something. And I thought, oh, that was very nice. Do you know what I mean? Because she seems very young. And the next one, and you're on about the one with the train tracks, Kaz. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> that trashed me. Like... <laughs> I wanted to stop playing in a way because I was thinking this is horrific. Yeah. This it is... is pretty
2: disturbing, I, I guess, but I, I do think it also kind of adds an interesting element to the game. Yeah, because it's this disturbing, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's it. Like, it definitely, you you want to get it right to stop her getting hurt mm. um, because you mm-hmm. start caring about her because it's almost like you can't sure. get anywhere without her, and she needs you to okay. guide her. So, um. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic, actually. Uh, it's got a massive price tag, which is a real shame. Um, I don't know where they've come in with that price tag. Uh, but most people I know who have bought it have actually... They don't moan about it. Like They genuinely enjoy it and they think it's a really good game.
2: Do um, you think it's like a horror game? Is
0: this d- a well, horror it definitely felt that way. <laughs> like, when I saw. When I saw... It was weird when she... Because she gets... In the first one, she gets uh, locked in a block and then you can look up at the tracks and see what is going to happen. You can, like, read uh, the tracks and and the pointers and stuff and go, oh, my God. Like, she's going to get hurt. You can tell. And, um, yeah, it was uh, was awful. I, I actually wanted to stop in a way. I was thinking, I can't handle this. Like... It's not nice at all. But I think in what in another way, same as when I play horror games and I get the feels for it. I had feelings for this game. Yeah, I was emotionally involved. It got me upset, which means, okay, the game's working, you know, it's doing well. That's
4: mm-hmm.
0: do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's not many games that you get emotionally involved with. And um that's true. That's what it did for me. So um it's interesting to hear what people are saying in the chat about this. Uh, and how they felt about it, which is pretty cool.
2: I I think it has to be, like, your genre, horror games, <laughs> horror games. Yeah, well, if, you, if you like those kind of games, then this could be a... Uh... But it's also yeah. a very puzzle-oriented game, right?
0: Yes, and I do love yeah. a puzzle game. I really do. Yeah, it. Okay. As much as I find it frustrating, it was weird. Not only were you frustrated with not getting the puzzle, you're frustrated that someone's getting hurt because you're not getting it right.
2: Hmm, interesting.
0: So, um... Yeah, for sure. Uh, what, what about you then? That you would you pick this one up?
3: Uh, I was really interested in it. Uh, because, uh, as you pointed out, uh, there are members of the development team that worked on Ico, uh, and Last Guardian and Shadow of the Colossus, which are amongst three of my favorite games. The thing where I just stood back was when I saw that price point,
4: point. and mm-hmm. I was
3: like, Whoa, okay, um. So I, I get what you're saying in terms of, uh, you know, a lot of people saying it's Sting, um, but I've always been a big proponent when you look at a price, like uh, uh, I've had a lot of people say Arizona Sunshine. Uh, I, Regularly, I think it's £30 pounds is the thing. So that would be, what, $40, Lincoln? Would be a yeah. price for that. Um, and I've had a lot of people with uh, Arizona Sunshine say, I'm not paying 30 quid or $40 for that game. My answer has always been the same. Eventually, there will be a sale. Yeah. When the, when the game comes out at that uh, a price you're comfortable paying, you buy the game then. Uh, like if somebody asks me, I, I'm thinking about getting Arizona Sunshine. I want to pay. I'm going to pay 30 pounds for it. I'm going to pay 40 dollars for it. I'd, just, I'd honestly turn around and say, wait. Arizona Sunshine is regularly on sale. Do not pay full price. As much as I love that game." Wait for it gone go Now, I'm going to be a complete mug and kind of go against that because when Arizona Sunshine comes on the Oculus Quest, I'm going to buy it again. And I know they're going to charge £30 for it. And I'm okay with that. I, the the only reason I wouldn't pay £30 is if they don't include the two bits of DLC. I think if they charge £30, it includes the two bits of DLC. It's a no-brainer for me. But, um, yeah. but yeah, so, look, listen, uh, I, I've always been a big proponent. If you look at it, at the game, you say, I'm interested in it, but I don't like the price, wait. The the only time that that's an issue, and we've we've spoken about this, uh, or you've spoken about this on many occasions, is if it's a multiplayer-centric game. Like Space Junkies was killed because of its price. You know, there was know, there was a lot that was, they could have done right and stuff like that, but they did not help themselves when they launched that game at that price.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and
3: everything else, you know, they, they were trying to ice skate uphill after that. that was how, how, how
2: long is the game anyway?
0: I'm not sure. Apparently, I've heard it's 15 hours or something because there's multiple endings. So, so basically, I got to a certain point in the game where the guy that you'll come across if you play anymore, Um, he's got a bit of a Saw film I don't really like films like that either but Saw it has got a kind of thing about it like the feel of it he puts a coin on like a road map and I didn't had no idea what that meant and uh, someone told me in my discord that basically that means you're you've done you're on the path to doing one of so many different uh, endings so yeah um, crazy stuff but um, yeah 15 hours that's, that's quite a lot of gameplay okay yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, who have we got in the chat anyway? Because we haven't been here for a while. We haven't had a look and had a check. We've got, we've got Blam Crutch, Robin Schuler. Thank you all for coming back as well earlier. Um, we tried to crack on and pretend it didn't happen, but it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Polish Pies are going into of reality. Quinton Rankin, how's it going? Nice, guys. Thank you all for being here. Great tantrum. Uh, I'm not sure who I said hello to earlier, but thank you all for being here. Really appreciate it. So, uh, we're going to crack on with some uh, news bits, I guess, of games that are coming up and coming out. uh, Let's have a look. Yeah, done my little news thing there. Nice. Um, So, first off, (laughs) we've got a trailer for a game that has already been shown. It's nothing new in this trailer. It came out about a week ago for *Radial G: Proteus*, which is coming to Oculus Quest. Uh, the game is based in multiple gameplay modes, including combat elimination, championship, unlockable ships, a brand new visual style, which I'm sure you're going to see, which is like a cell-shaded kind of thing. Oculus achievements and leaderboards, future gameplay updates, and it's the first game published by *Things 3D VR*. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to quickly. Um, Play you the original trailer, and then I'll play you the new one they sent us. Uh, where are we? Let's have a look. Because basically, when I saw um, when I saw the first trailer, dude, I was really excited. So that right there is the very first trailer they did and now I'm going to play you the new one that uh, they sent us the other day which got me a little bit more hyped. Why is that like that? One second. Why is that like that? It was fine earlier. One second, one second. like looking at the ships man i'm thinking this game looks pretty cool and the fact it's like um cell shaded i think actually fits the game look pretty well personally and if he's got multiplayer dude that's going to be absolutely awesome i don't think we've got any uh, What what we got we all we seem to get is cart races lately don't we on the on the quest and uh
2: it does seem like
0: though. It does. It just seems like a lot of kart races and stuff. And um, the
2: racing
0: season. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to a new, a new, a new genre of games. You know what I mean? I love. When I saw this, I thought of F Zero straight away. And um, Radial G for me was a bit underwhelming on PlayStation VR. To be honest, I was very excited about it, and I know it was a big like everyone was going mad for it back in the day. Um, but for me personally, I played it and I was a bit like. I don't know, and Wipeout was already out (laughs) Wipeout smashed it So um, yeah, I just think the game looks pretty cool What are your thoughts uh, on this game?
2: It looks, I wonder what the the comfort will be like It looks like a game that's going to be heavy
0: on the stomach Oh right, yeah, I know what you're saying But they haven't mentioned multiplayer as well They put multiple game modes, including combat elimination and championship, they haven't actually wrote multiplayer I really hope it's a multiplayer game. That's just going to keep people coming back to it and um, mm-hmm. keep them playing more. So yeah, that was um, a trailer from uh, the guys over at Things 3D. Thank you for sharing us. Thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, next up, over on Twitter, if you don't follow me on Twitter or any of the other guys, uh, there is a giveaway, which I'm going to put in the chat now. I'm not saying I want you to leave, but uh, I think you should. If I can get it in there, I might not be able to get it in there. Head over to Virgo Games. Um, they're doing a giveaway of an Oculus Quest, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, you can win an Oculus Quest and a copy of Arizona Sunshine. And Nat rightly said, "Is it Arizona Sunshine for the Oculus Quest?" Because no one knows um, when the launch date is for this game. Um, they haven't. We assume it's going to be soon. And like Nat was saying earlier as well, they seem to be smashing titles for Christmas. The quest seems to be trying to get under your tree, uh, whether you like it or not. So. A lot of games are actually coming out before uh, Christmas. So it'd be pretty cool if that comes out. I can't actually, for some reason, put that in the chat. If anyone could chuck the link to the chat, that'd be great. I can't do it for some reason. It's not letting me copy this chat, which is a shame. Yeah. Is it on your your
3: Twitter?
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's on my Twitter, dude, yeah. If anyone could post a link to that in the chat, that'd be cool. Uh, So head over to uh, Vertigo Games' Twitter page. Uh, it says, the VR zombie apocalypse is coming to Oculus Quest and celebrates its third anniversary. Share your top Arizona Sunshine moment, whether in game or with a stream or in a stream of your favorite YouTubers. If you've even seen someone else playing it and you thought it was a brilliant clip, send that. And uh, there's a link to how to participate as well uh, in there. And um, I just posted it on the chat. Excellent. Well done. Thank you very much. So yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Moving on. Uh for people which well if you've got an Oculus Quest, it's going to involve you as well because of the link cable. Oh, thank you very much. Um This is another thing about uh Kaz and Sherry, they help me out a lot. Uh in Oculus Home, you can bring 3D models in. Um and I did it, I followed the steps, and I ended up with like a 150-foot lightsaber, uh, a (laughs) motorbike, which was massive, and, you know, some things worked, some things didn't, but apparently now, Oculus (laughs) Refuners can now resize objects in their virtual homes, including custom-imported models, so that's pretty cool, because there's some stuff you unlock anyway, using the Oculus, that, like, there's like a a stone statue of a dragon, I've always liked it, but it's so bloody big, that I don't want to use it, sort of thing, so... I haven't actually tried it out. I don't know if this is an update that is already out now. Someone can let me know in the chat if that has already happened. I haven't personally tried it, but um, I'm looking forward to checking it out. And um, what do you think people are going to react to or react like when they get their link cable and they check out Oculus Home for the first time?
2: I think they're
0: going to like it. Yeah, I think think people
1: are going to spend a lot of time in there, especially uh, when you find out that you can go visit uh, other homes
0: Yeah yeah because
1: I like cuz I did go into your home GT Thanks. and I showed my son that statue of Link how tall it was Yeah I'm so going to Yeah I think that was I think that's really cool so I think um I think a lot of people going to um have a lot of fun with the home visiting other homes cuz uh there's some really creative homes out there
0: Yeah man like when I first come to uh from PlayStation VR to Oculus Home I thought oh man I'd love for everyone to experience this. Because PlayStation VR hasn't got that. It's like you're in VR or you're out of VR. There's no, like, in-between realm where you can yeah. sort of... Do you know what I mean? And even the thing of, like, having all your games on cartridge and putting them in the little Oculus console, and then you can grab the goggles. I don't really start it like that anymore, because doing streams, you just double-click a game and it runs. But um, to go to Oculus Home and pick up the Oculus goggles if they were or whatever they look like put them on and start the game it's a little like retro feel um like having boxes and cartridges i love all that yeah, stuff
2: i love it too but i also especially like that you can get like achievements from games and then get yeah. items from the games inside your home like little yeah. little i don't know how do you call those things trophies i guess
0: yeah yeah yeah, they are yeah. The trophies the little trinkets or they um you can get furniture uh, and sometimes they have uh, like I guess limited edition stuff to certain games that you can't get. I think mm-hmm. Stormland had uh, figures, like robots,
2: to... right? Yeah, yeah, little
0: robots. Yeah, you could unlock and stuff. So so that cool. was you get a lot of stuff
1: from you know from these achievements, so to speak. You get a lot of stuff. Um, I've unlocked so much stuff, and I haven't really done anything with it yet because I I'm not a very good um designer. If you want to put it that way, but I do like that you know you got you can have multiple homes with with the Oculus home, so one of my homes kind of looks like a restaurant.
0: Okay, oh. yeah. If you do, you want to live in a restaurant? Is that is, you like that? Well, I, I liked it,
1: but it was like once I started putting tables and chairs and stuff like that in there, it ended up looking like a restaurant. But
0: it's still it's still a nice home. Do you know what I've always wanted, like, when, as you said, visiting other people's homes is really cool, um, if you could leave a note or a message or something to let someone know that they've been in your home, you know what I mean? Just say, yeah, well, you know, just something. So cool.
1: it, it's kind of an eerie feeling, too, when you come into someone's home and there's other
0: people in there looking around. Has that happened? I, I haven't done it for Yeah, a it's time. happened
1: with me before.
0: <laughs> wow. I was actually oh, I...
3: wondering, because Kids went to uh, OC6, uh, obviously, Facebook's big thing, uh, OC6, was Facebook Horizon. Did they have anything concerning that? Did they have like a, a pre-demo showing off or anything?
2: No, no demos over there. Or maybe I missed it. I don't think so, though. Because um, no they demos.
0: Stopped, um, Facebook Spaces as well, haven't they? Or the shiny day. Yeah, they did. Yeah.
2: So it's going to be interesting. I hope it's going to be something awesome.
0: What's your thoughts Netflix on it? From- it does look promising, yeah. And I think I think ultimately everyone wants that Ready Player One thing. Everyone yeah. wants that. Let's all dive into a world, get together, and then go and do something either together or alone. But we can always meet up again. Um, do yes. you think it's going to be across that line? Do you think they're going to be able to pull this off if that's what people want?
2: I, I, I don't know. It, it's such a big concept. Like You can create your own worlds. And everyone can go into there, but you can also just create your own games in there
0: with yeah. like
2: drag and drop elements. Uh, sounds, it's really, it sounds really promising, but it also sounds f- it's too big to be
0: uh, true. Yeah. So I mean. like a lot of it, Rec Room is already sort of doing some of that stuff, isn't it? In a way, like, that's Rec Re- true. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've gone in there and I think at the moment, like, like people make fantastic stuff in Rec Room, um, unimaginable stuff, actually thinking about it. Like, I remember I've done a video on Mario um, someone's made Mario in Rec Room. It's absolutely brilliant. So clever. And there was a... Recently, I saw a trailer from Crafter, or someone had made it, but he put it on his channel, of Borderlands 3. Someone's made a Borderlands 3 intro in Rec Room. Um oh. Yeah. It's so clever. I it. Like There's so many yeah. gr- great rooms in there and stuff. So um, that's what I was thinking. Right. Moving on to the next big bit of news, and it is very quest-orientated this week, uh, is The Climb. has now been... Announced, and that is coming on December 3rd. Uh, So I'm just going to quickly roll the trailer and then we can talk about uh, the client. I mean if you look really closely you can see the lack of textures. But it's very good. Yeah. Okay, so we reaching out for a develop, um, content device as well, did you know that? There <gasps> are of amazing developments in
4: Swedish.
0: There are a Swedish VR developers.
4: Achieved with CryEngine
0: So there you go guys um, What do you think of that trailer Lincoln I know you're 10 seconds behind So um, watching that How are you feeling after seeing That, that, that graphical presentation on the quest
1: Well that's, that's a tough one Because that was really impressive For the Oculus Quest yeah, man. um but i do believe this game is you know you can play it there's a rift version of this game am i correct
0: yeah yeah i've streamed because, it and it's been on
1: the rift ages yeah, yeah. Uh, and i think this is an oculus exclusive also isn't it
2: um i'm not sure about that i think it might oh, okay. be actually i'm not I might be, yeah
0: i think it might be i don't think i've seen it on the steam store but i, I think know. if
1: I think I might have taken a look at the, at the trailer before and the graphics were impressive but it was another one of those things where the game cost 40 bucks and it was like
0: yes you know. uh funny enough yeah I didn't know um I wasn't around basically when this game first came out uh I picked it up uh, relatively cheap and um yeah they were basically saying back in the day like that game was another one of those games that they come out and their bar was they raised the bar graphically and stuff you know and everyone was raving about uh, the climb. So I guess sometimes games come out at a higher price because it's been built up that way. You know, you can expect to yeah. pay uh, a good price for that game. I'm not sure what to gonna do on the Quest though. Uh, um, no, I can tell you this:
1: if this game is an Oculus exclusive, do not expect it to be on sale anytime soon. Because it is, I, it is I, it's an Oculus exclusive. Okay, because like even um even the Avengers game that Oculus exclusive, I had been curious about that game. But I try to wait and wait and wait. That game has not gone on sale. Oculus does; they're high-quality games. They don't really put them on sale that much. So anybody who's waiting for a game like Asgard's Wrath to be on sale, you're gonna—I think—you're gonna be waiting for quite a while. But Asgard's Wrath, some kind of Christmas it, was, well. Christmas was quite sale. a good
0: price, wasn't it? I thought. Did
1: you I yeah. Was, yeah, it was worth every penny, uh, mm-hmm. even though I'm only like twenty-five percent through the game. Yeah, man. And how many hours have you put
0: into Asgard's Wrath?
1: Uh, if I had to guess, uh, probably about 10 hours.
0: Okay, yeah, so because that's Because right I then, was it? running that's... around
1: collecting everything because, uh, you know, that's the one game that I played where, you know, picking up a piece of wood off the ground is important.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. I love the game. That is very true. Every bit of cloth and wood. you got to gather that stuff, man. Um, <laughs> it's really well put. Um, but, yeah, I've played The Climb, personally. I think it's a wicked game. Uh, I did a stream of it, and it was such good fun. And I think, once again, like, quest owners are going to be in such a treat uh, with this. Um, and like Nat was saying, again, uh, they're coming out <laughs> all guns blazing. Oh,
1: oh, 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 can I can I stop you for a second? Any uh, Anytime. Does anyone know if this game, being that it's an Oculus exclusive and it's coming to the Quest, does anyone know if this game will be cross by? I did
3: hear initially it was cross by. I can't confirm that though, but I'm sure it was. Uh, it, it, they kind of said yes, but
1: if it's cross by, then I will most certainly pick it up.
0: Do You know, what? I think like the Quest is bringing in so many non-VR people to VR. I don't think cross-buy is a bad thing for, for them to do that because you're keeping the previous virtual reality enthusiasts and investors happy. And because they can play their favorite game in their office or wherever they are and take it on the move. Um, and then the new guys, you know, and they are a lot of people I speak to now, they come onto the channel, I'm sure they do with Kaz and, and Shari and stuff, and you guys, they come in and they go, oh, the Quest is my first headset. Like I read that a lot. You know what I mean? And um, I used to read it a lot on PlayStation, but it's not not many people seem to be doing that so much. They seem to be more picking up the quest at the moment as a brand new mm-hmm. thing. But then, dude, if I ever click a video on YouTube, that is an advert for the quest. Pretty much.
3: upload VR, so yes.
0: All the time. What it's saying is cross buyer. Yes. That's if you good go to upload
1: VR's cross buyer list, it's
4: included in there. Oh, very nice. All right, nice.
1: then that's definitely going to be a pickup for me. I right now kind of think cross by is a good thing, especially with the $40 games um, because someone picks this game. But like, like I think there's going to be, even with this link cable, I think there's still going to be some people who are going to use this link cable for the quest, but I think they're still going to be curious about the Rift. And I think that would be a good thing that if they should go ahead and pick up the Rift S that those games will be waiting for them cross by if they get the Rift S headset. Mm-hmm. A- at yeah, least right now. I mean... You know, dynamics change over time, but I, I think for the for the moment, I think Crossfire is a good thing uh, with the more expensive games. I can't yeah. wait for this game. I really can't. I, I never
2: played The Climb before, actually, so I was wondering, does this game not get um, boring after a while? It looks
0: a bit repetitive.
3: There's speed climbing as well, so you get leaderboards.
0: Yeah, the speed climbing, is uh... things to unlock. Um like gloves and stuff like that. But why it doesn't get boring actually. It actually do you know what? It's a bit of a workout as well, because a lot of the time your arms are above your head. So <laughs> they get you get a bit tired that way. It's the risk of jumping certain paces and also you've got to make your own checkpoints with certain things. Um I no, I didn't really get bored of it. I just remember my arms hurting after a while. <laughs> so but yeah, I, I think, think yeah, I just think like for demoing the quest as well, this is going to be another great game because people are going to start on that little wooden creaky platform and they're going to look up and go, oh, God, is that where I've got to go? And then they're going to look down and around and you're going to be like, oh, man. And that's what you want. You want those moments. In true, true. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm
3: terrified uh, of fights. That's why I want to play it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I will definitely uh, report on the difference in the visuals between the, uh, between the quest and the Ripped desk. Uh,
0: once I get my hands on it. Yeah, it's quality stuff, quality stuff. So, another new game, uh, quest-orientated again. Uh, The studio behind virtual, virtual reality, uh, Tender Claws, comes The Under Presents. That is the name of it, The Under Presents. Uh, It's been described as part game, part theatre, part extravaganza, where live immersive theatre meets VR to bring live actors into your living room. Uh, It's supposed to be an intriguing experience set between two worlds, a jaunty Vanderville stage and a harrowing survival narrative. Uncover the story of a ship stranded in, a, in time, as supplies dwindle and day by day an otherworldly mist rolls ever closer. Follow characters interlocking fates as all, journeys for, as all journeys forward must turn back or become something. I don't know what that says at the end. So, yeah, let's take a look at this trailer and we'll be right back. <laughs>
1: Distinguished guests! Are you looking for a little entertainment? You've come to the right place. Prepare to be mesmerized. Prepare to be beguiled, enraptured by the impossible. We've got feasts, fires, fabulists, telepathic cetaceans, and fish ladies. Acts that defy imagination. A venue unlike any other. A venue outside of time and space. May I present... The Under. Talk to me, Wild.
4: Heads up, there's a big one coming your way.
1: Really? How many on the crew?
4: About ten. But there's also, well, they have a dolphin. Do you want me to get rid of it? (laughs) No, no. Keep the dolphin. Sure
0: thing. Crazy. That is, (laughs) like, but like, we were just discussing certain things can't happen without virtuality, and I think this is one of those prime examples, like Half and Half um, where you dive in and it is just so, so unique you look forward yes. to this one?
2: I'm, I'm pretty excited about this game, it looks really, really cool but I'm also just a little bit confused about the summary and the trailer, I don't know what it's going to be about is it going to be like, are you going to watch an experience life With live actors, the whole time, or
0: I was expecting to see a live actor in the trailer because that's what they're talking about, and I didn't see any. So
2: I think the live actors are going to reenact one of the avatars, right? Or and then they are going to tell a story. But is it always going to be live?
0: Yeah, I don't know, and and I think that's if the price. And that's the thing, isn't it? That's where like. The last lab oh, the last labyrinth last labyrinth falls down. It's got a price that's so high that people aren't willing to take a leap of faith on a trailer, you know, or on people talking. It's still too that too high of No, I really need to know whether I want this or not. If you yeah. get something at a price of like ten, fifteen, maybe even twenty sometimes, people will just go, Do you know what? I'm gonna have a swing at that and see how it goes. And then you got Oculus's yeah. refund policy as well. So um it's definitely interesting for me. There's no two ways about it. I definitely want to experience it. Same. What, same. What about, what about yeah. you, Lincoln? How are you feeling about this? About the swimming? Uh, it's like a, the swimming fish, whatever it was.
1: Uh, cur- I'm curious. Yes, I, I guess. Yeah, that's all. That's all I can say about it right now. Is that that I am curious about it? Yeah, man. It looks like it looks like it's got a multitude of experiences. So it's just like leaving me scratching my head. Like, okay, you know uh what is it you know what
0: i mean but but i am curious about it yeah no worries and i like um what the Anne frank experience you know and things like that i think stuff like that for me um how can i put it it warrants vr being here you know because you can't get that stuff outside and i know nat had a very powerful experience with Anne frank Mm -hmm. uh on the oculus quest you know i think we spoke about he said it actually upset him um doing that. Have you done that, Kaz? Have you done the Anne Frank experience on Oculus Quest?
2: No, not yet.
0: Oh.
3: That is emotionally draining. Um,
0: Do you know her story?
2: Yeah, I I still want to visit the the place in Amsterdam.
0: Oh, wicked. That's where I've
2: been uh, holding off.
0: That would be so interesting uh, if you could film that and then jump into the Quest to see how it compares. That would be amazing.
2: That would be cool, but I don't think they will allow
0: me to film there. I'm not uh, sure. That
2: is a good idea.
0: But at least we've got the the quest version, so you can actually visit the house. Uh, sorry, Nat, you were saying, man?
3: Huh? Yeah, I
2: mean, um,
3: the Anne Frank thing uh, really was affecting. I mean, uh, I assume they still do it at school that you uh, that uh, that you'll literally have to read through the Diary of Anne Frank. Um, and I think it's actually really good for school children to read it because literally, she is. She was, what, 13, 14 when it happened to her. And you're reading that book, and literally it could be you. If you were born Jewish at that time, that's you. It's as simple as that, the the, the fear. And that's the the, the thing, especially the uh, the bit that got me in the end, Frank, where literally I was in tears. I was in absolute tears, was they did a bit where um, it's radio. on the radio and mm-hmm. they are talking about... Uh, the 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 armed the the allied forces coming through. They're coming. They're coming to get you. They're coming to save you. But you know the story. You mm-hmm. you know that. And literally, I was in tears mm-hmm. in my headset when that was going. Um, as for um, uh, the the underpresents, I mean, I I reported on that uh, a long time ago on one of my future quest episodes. Those sort of things are why I got into VR. I want. I always wanted experiences uh, and things that were unexplainable and really would only reveal themselves once you actually try. Uh, started playing in in virtual reality. Um, I remember when I played Battlezone. It wasn't really Battlezone itself that kind of captured my imagination. It was the the thought of what is possible and the the, the stuff. Uh, uh, me, uh, me and Kaz was talking. Uh, before the show started and uh, uh, I was saying how Moss for me was so affecting that that quill I've i I'd never experienced uh, the feeling of a digital character that I cared for so much and the first time that she died through my my let's play I was absolutely devastated. I've you know I've had characters die. You know, Last of Us I think is an absolute genius game, but you know when Joel died or Ellie died, it was just like oh no. But when Quill died, it was just like no, what have I done? You know, I've messed it up. And I was absolutely heartbroken. So I think that's why uh, when people try VR uh, and they embrace it, it really is uh, it's it's remarkable what it can actually offer uh, um, to uh, people playing games. And it's also fun to play things like
0: Pistol Whip as well. So. Why are they? Well, I'm reading in the chat. You've got spoiler alert. Um, he just wrote, geez, Fez, that's me done then. What happened? What did we do? What did we report on? Apart from the Moss thing I just heard, I, I can't think Anne of anything. Anne Frank. Oh, why? What? Oh, they're missing. The radio. Me out. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay.
1: Oh, I, well, I missed all that because I was uh, going through my phone checking out this Anne Frank thing. Looks like it's all both the Quest and the Rift. Yeah.
0: So I'm it's, gonna I'm gonna check it out
1: at the conclusion of this podcast.
0: I think it's free as well. Is it, it is, is, is. is it a free experience? Yes, yes, right. yes. Yeah, that's awesome. So and last but not least, uh we've got some news that Halo Reach, I think which is coming to PC in December, uh, a VR mod is in the works by Zach Niebre Fannon. He's the creator of the Alien Isolation mod, the excellent alien isolation mod. And um I should be able to share. Some of the trailers that I got off from, let's put it in the middle. Actually, I won't put it full screen because it might not look right. But um, I'll just put him in the middle. Um, I picked up two videos just to show uh, the progress of what he's getting into. And I am a massive Halo fan. Like, I was Xbox fanboy. <laughs> Do you know Agreed. What I mean?
1: in, in terms of the multiplayer, Halo Two was one of the best Halos I ever played. So much fun. So many memories I got from that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Oh, thank you very much. You you got cold. Sugar. Cheers, dude. If Marvel makes VR theater films, that would really, really help bring awareness and acceptance to VR. It would. There's no two ways about that. Um, absolutely. Marvel shifts everything. Thank you. Um, hey, but you
1: can still watch, you can still, like, uh, at least with my uh, PlayStation VR, I have watched uh, games, I have watched movies in 3D on the PlayStation VR headset. I've watched Doctor Strange and um, on
0: uh, 3D. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I've also got a, li- a bit of a second one here uh, to show you uh, Halo Reach VR. Uh, and it should come on. Yeah, there's another bit as well, uh, working on the CV1. So, yeah, once again, like I- I'd, re- I'd love for the developers, the original developers, to actually do this stuff. I'd love that. Like Alien Isolation in VR, is superb. I still think the best mod I've played is Doom 3, because in Doom 3, unlike some other games, it's not just like... GTA, for example, you're just using an Xbox controller, and it's just Mm -hmm. head-tracking. In Alien Isolation, pretty much the same, to be honest. But in Doom, you actually got hands, and you can, like, move stuff around, and, you know, it it feels like as close as you can get to a game that was meant to be in VR. Um, I love that stuff. I, I know visually it's great, but I would love for me, virtuality is all about that interaction as well, you know. Uh, I, I I do
1: I, I do think the the developers are keeping their eye on this situation because I found that to be a coincidence when that latest uh, Grand Theft Auto mod came out. I find it to be a coincidence that only you know like a few days later, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five turned up on sale at Steam, you know, shortly after oh, the mod okay. came out. So that tells me somebody's watching these mods. So yeah, so, for sure.
0: Uh, like GTA on uh, Facebook, so I streamed it on Facebook. I'm not going to make anything about it. It was the most watched live video I've ever done. Um, so, as I yeah, said to so, you guys, so it was I'm crazy. What
1: that is, I think, like the 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 uh, Grand Theft Auto mod. I think Rockstar is well aware of it, and I think they're keeping their eye on it. Not, not from the standpoint of trying to um, ban anything or anything like that, just to see if there's a market for them in VR down the road.
0: Yeah, so our grandma said, I hope the industry doesn't abandon VR like they abandoned 3D TV. I can't see it because I think there's too many companies investing in it all at once. Um, you know, like, I don't know how much... I mean, grandma, I know you know because you're a Pimax uh, user because you've even got it in your profile picture. That new 8K Pimax headset that uh, Nathie, MRTV, Suiviver are using. It looks fantastic. Um you know, I've never really been interested in Pimax before I saw that because it looks to me and it sounds like to me, and I know they're quite expensive, that they have actually getting their game together where it's going to be durable. Um, just all those things, you know, it sounds like you've had many, many, um, uh, What? so it's a Pimax 8, plus they have mid-generations, uh, don't they, of the same thing, don't they have yeah, like... they
2: have the 5K as well, I think, 5K, 5K plus.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So have you used Pimax?
2: yes i have the 5k plus here yeah i also okay. tried out the uh, newest version during vr days of course you did so what was that like The 8k x i think they had the 8k x and the 8k plus there and i tried the the x version and uh yes it looks improved
0: on uh, all fronts like what, what's the difference between the x and the Pro sort or of thing or whatever it was
2: um the the x and the plus i don't know actually i don't oh, know what the, the plus, difference
0: sorry. is right okay no worries
1: have you tried the have you tried the Valve X, the Valve Index cast? Yeah. And if so, can you can you elaborate on the difference between the Valve Index and the Pi, and the Pimax? I was
0: waiting for that. The well, Valve the,
2: the Valve Index they have uh lenses like the or, the original headsets. So it's they they have like increased field of view, but the, they do that by adjusting the lens, how they place the lens and also can't a little bit. Uh but, but what the Pimax does is they actually have really wide lenses inside the headset, and that's why the headset looks so big. Yeah. And so they have a wider field of view too. I think that is the biggest difference there, amongst other little things too. But uh, the biggest difference is the field of view, I guess, from uh, the Pimax, uh, you can get is... up to 170 degrees,
0: I think. And what is it on the index? 140? Is it one? Is it 140? I think max
2: 135 is what they say, but you can't really pin a an accurate number on the field of view there's like everyone has a different
0: experience yeah yeah and there's definitely a difference uh because i went from a gamescom where i met you then it was lovely um uh where i went from using the vive pro for the first time and i used the um the vive controllers the one things oh my god they are awful like they are (laughs) yeah Terrible man. They're like there was a computer I used years ago and I can't remember what it was. It was like a what was it? It was a Philips CDI console. And I and I remember play, wanting to play a game on it and they gave me like a TV remote. And I'm like, Yeah, that's the controller. And I was like, What? How how is it? Like this and that's how they played their games. And I thought, what and then funny enough, when I picked up these these Vive 1s whatever, man, I was just like, dude, these feel very old, very heavy. I don't but like
2: them either. They're very bulky and it's a bit heavy too. But some people like them
0: a lot. I've seen um, certain people do, because I, I, I think the tracking is always excellent with the towers and stuff. Uh, when they do like the art, uh, you know, um, that looks incredible when you see someone make a work of art in there. And I love all that. But for playing games, it just never felt right. Uh, I played Budget Cuts too. And for the first 10 minutes, it was just a nightmare, me trying to figure out what I was pressing. And I feel sorry for the developers. I'm like, I said, I'm really sorry, guys. I just don't know what to press. None of this feels natural. Um, And they were like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be demoing uh, with the wands. But yeah, so when it comes to using the index... I went from the Vive Pro to the Index, and I was like, this is lovely. This is a very comfortable headset. It's great. And then I went back to the Vive Pro, and as I said before to you guys, it was like putting toilet rolls over your eyes. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was massive. And, and that's what I've said before. Like, I love my Rift S. Like, I, think, use it, I use the Rift S for the uh, majority of my demos, and I think your eyes sort of adjust, and you forget that field of view after a while. You forget what you had. Um, but if you literally flipped... You'd notice it night and day. It is, to me, it's massive. So I imagine the Pimax must really, really like show you something completely new in a way.
2: Yeah. And they improved the uh, dis- distortions too, because uh, the previous headset had like a lot of distortion at the sides of, um, if you look at the sides inside the headset. And then the newest headset, they seem to have really improved that. So I'm happy about that. I'm curious yeah. about the headset now
0: yeah that's it and and yeah. so i was i i've never i've always looked at this fault out of my price range like i don't even know if my system uh, what's the uh system um like specs for this to use a pi max is it is it more is it it's very high. i think yeah. it's
2: high I, I i'm not sure exactly but i think they are recommending a pretty high spec
0: like yeah. 2080
2: or something I'm, but i'm not entirely sure now
0: yeah that's what i'm because saying it's, so. an,
2: it's like 4k per eye i think
0: yeah. So, yeah, I, I oh, it, it, it would um it would leave me I wouldn't be able to use it anyway. So that's why even though I've tried these headsets and I think if you've got the money I think the Index is great. I still think the Rift S is a, a fantastic mid-range headset with a great price tag on it. I mean, what's your thoughts? What's your what's your favorite headset? Like what's your my, go-to headset? Yeah.
2: I really like the Evolve Index. It's, yeah. it's it's my go-to headset right now. It's just um it's not only the feel of feel but also the audio is just amazing but especially for the for a content creator their microphone is also great like for all my other headsets i have to use a, an external microphone but mm. on the Valve index i can just use that uh, microphone
0: it's yeah great. i've heard that and when i done the rift s i think the first time uh, reach out to PyMax. <laughs> yeah that'd be fun i'll also Never. say to him can you send me a graphics card as well that'd be great um <laughs> <laughs> yeah um oh where was i going with that what was i saying Oh, i don't know i was just saying of index something. just sure yeah um no it wasn't the index i don't know but either way man uh if i reached out to Primax, i think they would be like who are you like why are you coming to us um but yeah i
2: don't th- i don't think so i think I think you could try that
0: i think so i might have a go i'll see what happens uh with, with the knuckles i was sort of going down that route as well um i actually still prefer the touch controllers over the knuckles personally. And I think more so because of the games I used with the knuckles, like they didn't seem to make use of them. So even though yeah. I was moving my fingers around, all three fingers were still just moving like they would on a grip button. Um, but obviously I know you've done great videos uh, using the knuckles. So uh, do you use the knuckles for everything? Cause uh, isn't there like an issue with some games? They just haven't implemented yeah. Uh, compatibility.
2: Yeah. That's, that's a big issue with new headsets and new controllers. It's just all... The games need to, or the developers need to adjust the games to support it. And that is the problem. That's also the biggest problem with the Vive Cosmos. A lot of games do not support the headset. But on the Valve Index, a lot of games are supported, except uh, some games, yeah, they don't have the full finger tracking or squeezing parts. Almost no games have that. Just to the bring ones up... that...
0: Sorry. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, um, but the games that do have uh, the the support, it's, it feels great to me. I, I love being able to just open my hands and not dropping my controllers. Being able to throw like this is just uh, more immersive to me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's why so... I think like going back to the mammoth grips and stuff. I think they add uh, that thing for me. Like on the quest when True. I was playing yeah. uh, Vader Immortal, um, it was nice to be able to genuinely let go of the lightsaber you know, and have it back and not worry about uh, where your hand's going. And that's what I was going to say, the mic on the Rift S, right? I, I I first live streamed it on the Rift S with the mic. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, it was like... I was like, what is going on with this mic? Um, I actually found a sweet spot at 50%. So I've had to bring down the Rift S to like a 50% and then obviously increase the pickup inside OBS. And it's... It's okay. But yeah, straight out, like, I was like, what have they done? Why have they done that? Um, I think we yeah. get forgotten uh, as content creators. Sorry, Lincoln, you was going to say something, dude.
1: I was like, I think Cass kind of answered my question. I was going to ask her about, you know, how much support is it out there for the Knuckles, Knuckles controller? Because uh, that's one of the reasons why I just can't see myself getting a Valve Index right now. That high price. And is there enough games out there that support the Knuckles controller? And I mean a full-blown game, not tech demos.
2: Yes. Well, most games do are do work with the Knuckles controllers, except not all games have all the full finger tracking and the squeezing parts. They don't make full use of the controllers, but they do work. You, you'll be able to play uh, almost any game with the Knuckles, and it's also better using Revive as well. Because they have uh, the joysticks and uh, the trackpad together. Because with the five ones, and if you use re- Revive to play Oculus Rift exclusives, it's a uh, very uh, tedious. It's kind of wonky, but um, it's actually better with the knuckles. Right. Okay. Um,
1: what about uh, with uh, what about Valve? Do you see them down the line coming out with enough uh, exclusives that make this worth the buy? Because isn't uh, is like Boneworks one of their games or something?
2: Yeah, I think uh, Boneworks is built with the Valve Index or something. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure, but yeah, I do think uh, that's going to be an Index Controller-supported game. Uh, but I'm not sure about Valve uh, exclusives because uh, you never know with Valve, I think, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're like announcing a game and you have to wait years or maybe it will come tomorrow. You'll never know.
1: Yeah. What the hell happens? <laughs> let's, let's face it, let's face it. Yeah. right now, Oculus, as far as PC VR goes, as far as those games go, Oculus is the king of the hill right now.
2: Oculus, Oculus being smart, I think. They,
1: they make the best-looking games, um, the highest-quality exclusives on PC VR right now. And I wouldn't want to drop $1,000 for a Valve Index to be able to play Asgard's Wrath using third-party software and, and have compromises in the performance and stuff. So I'm more than fine with going with the Rift S for these Oculus games. Um, so because of that, I don't know, I might have to wait a while to get a Valve Index.
0: What the hell <laughs> happened with the Cosmos? Like, w- I played it, I used it, it was average at best, and this was with them doing some sort of low-light beta, um, which was obviously about a week after the launch where everyone went, oh my God, this is terrible. Um, I couldn't believe it when I found out that they don't support their own store. Like, yeah. if you've got Viveport that's crazy like that is mental (laughs) i
2: I, I don't know a lot of games they don't even launch like with the the five cosmos
0: oh man, it's weird it's weird because i think out of all the headsets i've seen apart from the index it looks fantastic um when i saw the cosmos i was really excited like it looked really good the controllers look fantastic the flip-up Uh, visor i thought that is awesome because the rift s to be fair one of the downfalls of the rift s is the fact that it doesn't slide in and out at all really it's minute movement and compared to the psvr i can actually slide that forward enough that i could probably type and look at a message the rift s for me the size of my my nugget um (laughs) it, it, it moves such a small amount it's not really worth it's more for just a visual improvement more than Trying to do something functional, so um, and I know you reviewed that as well, the Cosmos. Um, You done a review on it, yeah. Uh, What did you What did you think of the face flip up thing? Was it something you'd like to see in all headsets, for example, in the future? Yes. Yeah,
2: but that's purely because, uh, from a content creator perspective, or from a developer perspective, it's it's nice because they have to use they have to. Put the headset away a lot to just I don't know type code or we have to check a recording. But yeah. I'm not sure if an average, I mean, a normal consumer that plays games that's if they are going to use the kind of feature. I'm not sure about that.
0: It, yeah, you're probably right. Like, because um, one thing I love when I do the quest, as much as I like to show it off, right? The games I love to show yeah. off pass through. I love that. True. that. Yeah, it it wows people all the time. I'll be like, Yeah, make this little square. I said they'll walk to me and they're like, Oh, oh and they're walking out and all of a sudden they can see and they're like, Wow, that's amazing. Do you know what, <laughs> what I mean? They find that they find the pass through just as amazing as being in a game, which is really strange. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like seeing your world in VR almost. But yeah, I love that. Um, it,
3: it, it does shock me still that um Oculus haven't implemented Uh, direct streaming to either YouTube or Twitch on the Oculus Quest I think that's a big big error that they've made that's actually one of the biggest things that's a benefit for PlayStation VR that anybody that owns PSVR if you want to show off how much you're having fun with Beat Saber or Superhot or Resident Evil 7 it's a button press Mm -hmm. it's so simple and and no uh, nothing out there matches that in terms mm-hmm. of its simplicity you know if even if you've got pc uh this all right there's a few games that have twitch, twitch integration and stuff but it's not a, a general feature uh and it i get that you know oculus quest does have direct live streaming to facebook but really facebook isn't a huge gaming platform like twitch or youtube is um and I've had so many people that have contacted me, and I'm sure you've had the same guys where you've done an Oculus Quest stream, and it's like, how the hell have you done it? Oh, and yeah. And you've got to jump through so many hoops. Like awesome. I had one recently was like, how, how do I get a mic? How do I get my mic working? And I had to explain to the guy, because I've changed the way I do my setup now, because I used to just have my PlayStation headphones on and feeding off OBS, but there was obviously always a time delay. And so that made playing the game problematic. So now what I actually have is I have small headphones in my ears that are plugged into my Oculus Quest and I have my PlayStation headphones over those over my ears for the mic.
0: I can honestly see why so many people don't live stream with it. Even when you tell them how to do it, they're like, can't really be bothered to do that. Um, Mm. It's just, it's not, it's not easy. Uh, they definitely improved the quality of it, though, uh, with oh, yeah. the latest uh, casting update. Um, it's a massive improvement. Like, And it's weird, because when it first came out the Quest, and I think I had done a live stream on it day one, um, it was actually quite good quality, and it was fine. It didn't drop out, it didn't lag. And then, funny enough, it was like, as updates came along, it's like when you get an iPhone, and as the updates come along, suddenly it's getting a bit slower and a bit worse. And I was like oh, crap, do you know, I love live streaming. That's, like my, that's my jam, do you know what I mean? Um, so I'm really happy that uh, that's been updated. And um, yeah, guys, I think we've covered so much stuff today. Um, it's been fantastic. The only other thing to talk about, I guess, uh, I don't think there's a trailer for it, is Vader 3 um, that uh, we're all looking forward to. Uh, and that comes out on the twenty. Did, we, did, we, cover... did we talk about 21st. it earlier? I yeah, 21st think. of November. Twenty-first November, yeah. Somebody
3: did in the chat, uh, did Which mention means, about what? Aspire One. do that? And I know we didn't want to uh, bring it up because it was uh, in the thing, but uh, he's saying that it's now on Discord. Uh, that the developer is saying that they're trying to get a release date between the nineteenth and twenty-sixth of November.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, right. it's
3: not nailed down for Aspire One. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm I, by that. I reached out to um, one half of the team. He's had a baby, and he's been off for five weeks, so he's pretty much out of the loop. Uh, I messaged Nick. Um, he hasn't replied to me yet, because I didn't I didn't actually want to add any fuel to what is looking like a bit of a, a bit of a, oh yeah, Spy 1, everyone's getting excited, because the game's brilliant. Like, I've played it. It's, I'm sure you have, uh, Kaz. It's a great game. Um, I'm very much looking forward to checking it out. And I can't actually find their bloody Discord, which is awesome.
1: Is it me, or does it seem like some of these um, highly anticipated VR games seems to come out on a Thursday, whatever the date is? It well, doesn't yeah. matter what,
0: what the game is, the game will come out on a Thursday.
1: Yeah, it, it seems like it comes out in the middle or towards the end of the week rather than the beginning.
2: It does make sense, because I think most people play games in the weekend.
1: Well, because well, well, so they're just deciding Thursday is, is their I'll, day. I would love to get the game on a Monday, so when I start off the week, you know, at start Monday off at work, come home and play the game. That's going to carry me ah. through the weekend, through the week.
2: Yeah, that's true. I'm not uh, sure why yeah, they do that
0: because they want guy, to escape reality, so man. They want like, to get out, <laughs> get out of work, and get into some VR. Exactly because uh, VR
1: and working out are my passions and my escape. So, it's like as soon as I get out of work, I either want to work out or I want to, you know, play VR, one or the other. So, to be able to do that on a Monday and let it carry me throughout the week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can't find their Discord. Um, I'm not even on their Discord, funny enough. So, yeah, I mean. Wait and see. Yeah, wait and see, guys. There's got to be, we're going to have to wait for some solid proof on it.
3: Well, I know somebody contact because I did a video, because obviously I saw the um, Aspire 1 being announced on the drop. So I did a video, but I obviously I put in the video, you know, take it with a pinch of salt that this might be coming, because let's be honest, PlayStation have screwed up many, many times before in terms of release dates. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did have somebody on my chat actually contacted me saying that, they because on the American store, you can buy it on uh, on the PlayStation store. And he said that it came up uh, nine days for his download to start. Right. So it might be a case that, yeah, it's not coming next week, but it might be coming the week after.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's quite like these uh, launch date things. We're seeing more and more delays and stuff. It's almost like they're under pressure um, to bring out try or trying. They're trying to hit a, a goal, aren't they, for this year, a lot of them. And there's no, like, there is too much to play at the moment i find there is so much going on at the moment i've never known anything like it personally especially if you're multi if you're a multi uh platform channel and you just cover virtual reality <sighs> like it's insane <laughs> you know all, all you got
3: all you gotta do is look at the coming soon list on the oculus store for oculus quest it's full yeah uh, and that, that that doesn't include vader immortal isn't in on there uh, an Aspire one. I mean, you've got Deathlap is on there. you got all the still yet to come out uh, and they've promised that's going to be coming in 2019. Um, I mean, they, they look like they're absolutely loading up pre Christmas. Yeah. And let's be honest, the Oculus quest is a perfect technical present to give someone uh, for Christmas. Uh, you know, it's a simple, easy to use headset. Facebook, I don't think could have nailed it any better. Uh, what they're actually doing in terms of the, uh, as you said, with things like Red Matter, what they're actually getting out of uh, a mobile processor, a Snapdragon 835, yeah. is insanity. Yeah. Uh, and it will only be getting better. Um, but, you know, look at the games. As I say, you've got the climb, you've got Lap, which is in reality twisted metal. Uh, I mean I'm I'm psyched for uh, for that. Uh Aspire One, I'm a huge stealth fan. To be honest, the only game that I can see topping pistol whip for me is Aspire One.
0: I don't know, I'm man, because people are forgetting about Phantom Covert ops. Yeah, um, I
1: wondered about that. You know, and I think uh I I I definitely had to get this in. I don't think we're gonna see another year like this again in VR. I
0: don't know. Because I thought, I thought eighteen.
1: It's been a monumental year. Like we've had multiple headsets and games come out this year. We've had the Rift. We have the quest The Rift desk, the HP reverb, um, the valve index, uh, the vibe cosmos, uh, the Acer headset, whatever that was off the top of my head. I just ran off six headsets in the countless <laughs> amount of games that came out this year. And I mean, blockbuster games, you know, yeah. blood and truth. Uh, uh, you know, the list goes on and on and on. So. I, mean, I, I actually
3: disagree with Lincoln big time there. I think 20, 2020 is going to be the year.
4: I better. really
3: do. Because I, not really I if you got Medal of
1: Honor, From, a, a, games, from a gaming standpoint, I can agree oh, with man. that from a gaming standpoint. But I mean, uh, headsets and games combined, you know, six headsets in one year that I just ran off off the top of my head in one year along with all these games.
3: only matters about the games, mate. At the end of the day, people don't buy headsets for headsets. They buy a headset because they want to play the games on it. They want to play Asgard's Wrath. They want to play Stormland. They want to play Medal of Honor. Don't forget, Valve next year will be bringing out their game.
1: This is true, but wow! I mean, look how many options we have for
4: headsets
1: Half-life. to play these games. Half-life VR. Look, GT's his eyes are gonna be bulging.
0: Half-life <laughs> in VR. Oh no, great man! Uh, <laughs> on the Quest, it's great. It's just it's it's a pain to record because the sound goes funny, but mm. um it's a great experience. Like Half-Life 2 in VR for me, it would be absolutely fantastic. I'm just looking in it, so. uh Phantom Covert Ops, one of the guys who works for End dreams is DX Falcon in the chat, uh, Daniel. And so, <laughs> I was just reading it, man. Um, Robert Dodge said, it's called Metal Gear Canoe to all of us. And he's put, it's not a canoe, it's a kayak. <laughs> <laughs> like, Getting personal. Like, uh, like, stop there, mate. But yeah, um, there is so many great, like 2020. Like I know what you're saying, Lincoln, and, and I thought that from 2018. Because as we was going to 2019, not much was talked about There wasn't really like we ended on a high in places we are like astrobot and wherever else, and i was just like dude like i know like i think me and that have played blunt truth and a couple of others but it wasn't looking amazing and as you just said this year has been absolutely fantastic like it's going from strength to strength next year saints and sinners like the walking dead the one that's based on the comics you got Survios, Sir- uh, the walking dead sniper elite iron man uh Games that we've all just talked about a minute ago, I think 2020 is going to be huge. Like, I really do. I don't know about the headset kind of thing. I'm really hoping that nothing happens to the Quest for a little while. I'm hoping they leave that alone. I don't want a Quest Nano it's this quickly. Do you know what I mean? I think um, I don't want to go down the mobile phone thing just yet. You know, um, I'm hoping they hold off on anything. But what I'm really hoping for is a genuine... Hybrid headset, one that will do mobile VR and PC VR. You know that'd be absolutely fantastic. I'd love that.
3: PSVR two,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you got PSVR two as well. But th- when we, we we're saying that that's going to be like twenty twenty one, aren't we really for that new headset?
3: With like a brand new Insomniac game to launch yeah. <laughs> with that headset.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: Paradise, the case says twenty twenty Rift two oh my god if they <sighs> did that i would Ooh. be upset but i would buy it
2: <laughs> i don't i don't think so i don't think so but i'm optimistic too i'm optimistic too but i think 2020 could be a more quiet year for headsets too
4: think i think so.
0: it
1: needs
0: to be so you think yeah. gaming there'll be plenty of games but there'll be oh, less headsets yes. yeah yeah and
1: that's why i said that because um I think with all the headsets that just came out this year, I think we probably won't see a successor to all these headsets for a few more years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right, man. Um, there is just so much going on. As someone just said, Parallelsk, software is key. Uh, DXR 2 targeting in 2019. Nice. Looking forward to that, man. Um, JD Max, 2020 means GT Sport VR full on PS5. So yeah, as we know, um, the the original PSVR headset is backwards compatible uh, with PS5. So when PS5 comes out, who knows what happens to your library. Hopefully you can re-download your PS4 games, VR games, and they will be updated to PS5. uh, PS5. Hopefully they'll do like a pro thing. Do you know what I mean? They'll be able to make a bit more use of the hardware because we've seen uh, certain games and stuff look absolutely fantastic uh, on the pro. So, that's kind of what I'm hoping happens. Um, John Carmack Excellent. went. Uh, John Carmack went home. <laughs> yeah. So that's another thing. John Carmack. Uh, I think he, he's kind of left his role, but he's gone. What is he? he's like a, a CTO now? <laughs>
3: he's a consultant. He didn't take his ball and go home. He left the ball at work and went home. So, uh, just, uh, he'll go. He'll go into work occasionally to play with his ball.
0: I just didn't expect that, man. Like, uh, when he done his acceptance speech for that award, reward, I thought he was it for life. Do you know what I mean? Like, when and when he's on that uh, that Joe Rogan show, that is an amazing podcast. Listen to that guy talk is fantastic. Because have you ever met him? You probably haven't, yeah. Uh, not in person.
2: I've I've only heard his heard him speak during the O C six keynotes.
0: Yeah, and and uh, I was watching f reality. They said something like they basically needed him to stop talking so then he carried on outside or something he was they were saying is that it's, true uh
2: it could be because he usually tends to talk uh, a lot
0: and <laughs> uh,
2: pretty long too but it's pretty it's really interesting what, yeah. he, what he says but um yeah but he can go on for quite a while
0: oh so. fantastic so what games are you looking forward to uh, going forward uh kaz
2: I'm definitely looking forward to all the sneak uh, sneak, stealthy games. So, Fandom, yeah. Covert Ops, and the one, uh, Aspire one, but also, uh, what was it called? Yeah, Panther. Um, I like those kind of genres. But I'm also kind of looking forward to uh, Down the Rabbit Hole. Have you guys heard of it?
0: Yes. Yeah, uh, by, oh, oh.
2: Kind of like in. Kind of Studios. Alice. Yeah, Cortopia.
0: Did you play a Gamescom? Yeah.
2: Yes, I did. Yes,
0: yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Here's the
1: question you can probably answer, Cass. Uh, uh, Clement Curtin says, uh, would the quality of the Oculus Link be better than the CV1? Mm,
2: It's hard to to compare because uh, I didn't have I only had like five minutes with it and it's hard to compare without having the headsets.
0: Did you say to him? Did you say, do you know who I am? Like five minutes is not enough. Do you know who I am? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd have been awesome, like, no. <laughs> you could have brought um, game
1: tag with you and had him choke one of them. Let her have it. Let her play a few more minutes. I would have walked
0: in under a coat on her back. She could have given me a piggyback, and I'd have been like, "Yeah, give me a go, quick." <laughs>
2: well, they actually had us run for it to uh, to try the link, so uh, it's not going to be <laughs> like that <I>
0: think. <laughs> Oh my gosh!
2: Um, yeah, I, I, th- I think it's going to be kind of similar with the CV one. I think so
0: yeah i mean there's definitely i mean as we said before i think there's a really big difference between the rift s and the um and the cv1 personally in quality i think but um who else we got in the chat now let's see cv1 is in my museum rack okay <laughs> that's, uh, in, uh, that's it it's done yeah
2: there's like a difference in clarity right
0: yeah I definitely in
2: clarity
0: yeah that's yeah true. I, I i it actually felt like a doubling of image quality for me like and i don't want to exaggerate it too much but genuinely that's what it felt like because obviously you you um you when you first load up oculus home it it just stood out to me and in a way i actually saw some issues like i saw some of the things that aren't quite as good in oculus home do you know what i mean because of the extra clarity almost mm-hmm. it didn't look as uh i don't know what the word is I could see the technical faults in Oculus Home that I couldn't see before. That's kind of how much more clarity I was getting out of that, personally. Um, Yeah, that's
2: true. It's definitely more... um, The text is also more blurry on the CV1. And then on the Quest, it's more readable. So I I do think it could be better than than the CV1, then, with the
0: Oculus Link. It really
2: depends on your PC, too, then.
0: I found, like, on the Rift S... Uh, the lack of God rays as well. Cause you still have you on the quest. You've still got a few God rays, haven't you? Still there, um, yeah. But not so that. It's
2: too. So in like high contrast scenery, it's even more noticeable the God rays.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really pleased that um, the Rift Desk got rid of them because I remember I went from PlayStation VR that has no God rays to putting the Rift on, and I was like, I thought it was broken. To be honest, I didn't know what they were. It looked like just smudges of light. And I was thinking, what is this? And I was doing the IPD, trying to figure it out. And um, yeah, basically I was like, I don't know what they are. They're like a, a, a camera effect sort of thing with the lenses. So yeah, God raise. Um, I'm I'm really glad we've come to the end of that. So anyway, guys, I think um, we have talked for absolutely forever. Thank you ever so much to Kaz from Kaz and Shari VR. Thank you for being here. It
2: was my pleasure. Thank you, guys.
0: Oh, bless you. <laughs> and um, I hope everyone checks out their channel. Honestly, they have got like Um, they have got fantastic content honestly like very very high quality videos on there and after speaking to Kaz as you know she's uh, super intelligent and knows all about virtual reality so that's awesome Uh, yeah and as we go we've got Nat thank you man for joining us today 7 Degrees of Gaming Lincoln cheers for joining us man as always I saw Salsa in the chat I hope he gets better soon Uh, I would like to know how he got on his operation if he wrote it in there I completely missed it I do apologise I know he's in the chat uh, did anyone see how he was getting on? Did he mention how his operation went? Or is he going tomorrow? No, he oh, said it it's... went
1: better than expected.
0: It went yeah. better than expected.
1: Yeah, what I didn't know that? it was an outpatient surgery. I thought he was going to be laid up in the hospital for about a week.
0: Well, yeah, same. I thought I thought that's what, what was going to happen. So, um, yeah. Excellent, guys. Thank you ever so much. And as for Respire 1, as I said, trying to find out because um, I don't want to do that clickbait thing. I don't want to, like, put stuff out there that isn't true. I know this stuff is, um, people get hyped and they get excited. And for a game like a Spy 1, they should be. So, yeah, I'm just hoping to hear something. I was really hoping to hear something from him uh, today so I could give that to you. Because me and Nat talked about it earlier and we was going to mention a Spy 1. And I was like, dude, I don't know whether to or not. Um, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Bring up any false hopes, but yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's spreading anyway. uh Everyone's saying the nineteenth to the, I think what did what did uh,
3: twenty sixth.
0: Yeah, to the twenty sixth. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Once again, another smash hit for this side of Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Because that's on the quest, the PlayStation VR and the PC VR, isn't it? That's on yeah. everything. So, um, yeah. Excellent. Thank you ever so much for being here, guys, in the chat. Really appreciate it. Thank you for all your likes, all your comments, all your donations. Thank you for putting up with the technical glitch earlier. And we'll see you all next time, next Sunday. Take care. Thank you again to Kaz. And uh, Thank
2: you. Bye. Look, look Bye, after guys.
0: yourselves, guys. Bye-bye.